0: No, 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 no.
1: And welcome to episode one one three of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by Wib again. As much as like we love Longfang, but Wib is here, he's alive. Hello, I'm alive. We love him. And I am also <laughs> joined by Le Drumble Bumble. Say hello
2: hello, I had a minor existential crisis there. When you paused for slightly too long after the first one, I thought I'd just, like, blanked the last 112 episodes <laughs> and it was like, wait, this is the first one? What? You've
1: you've been in a coma <laughs> for 17 years, man. <laughs> imagine We're trying doing to
2: 113 reach episodes and actually it's the first time we've ever done it. <gasps>
1: Yeah, all these other ones, we've just been pretending to do them so we could get us all up to speed. Yeah, no, we haven't actually been uploading them. We just <laughs> we, we just recorded 112
3: previously as a joke at you, Matt. We've just been wasting your time <laughs> April on a god...
1: Fools in the middle of fucking November. Just
3: a gargantuan
2: joke. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Can you fucking imagine? (laughs) Anyway, apart from that, also, I had to pronounce, I had to say 113, because I keep varying between, say, like, 112, or like, you know, 112, so I'm like, fuck it, 113.
3: You just want to make it, like, as as inconsistent as possible.
1: That's kind of my vibe, until I find something that interests me, like, I don't know, a shiny button or something. Okay, I would just like to quickly
3: say before we get into the podcast proper, um, a big thank you to Long Fang for filling in for me last episode yeah. at yeah. no notice. Basically, yeah, he
1: he he is a hero, and we all love him very much. Um,
3: so, thank you, thank you very much to him for doing that, and thank you to everyone who sent me uh, well wishes because yeah, I was I uh, having a, a bit of a like depressive dip uh, that week, and I really needed the time off, and taking the time off. Made me feel a lot better. Yep. So. And also yeah, and we. Ex- Sorry,
1: mm. and we explicitly on the podcast on the last podcast uh, asked everyone to send you cute pictures of corgis and stuff. Ooh. Yes,
2: yeah, I was going to get to this on the on the um, on the questions. Questions, but I, will, yeah. but I will send it you now. Oh, this is a live reaction. From, oh, a uh, live reaction. With, oh, a with...
1: live reaction to a cute dog.
2: Oh, we're going to be like. Or uh... it's going to be
1: someone like with like. Going to is gonna be like a his I
2: had to down. This is from Mikhail. I have sent it
3: okay. to
0: your
2: phones. Okay, okay I okay.
3: will look at
2: phones.
1: <gasps>
3: okay, so uh, <laughs> I need to describe okay. this.
1: Give us give us a play by play of what you're seeing. Uh
3: those are some old um some of the old Gretchen Gun Crew <laughs> models from like second edition, They definitely but are. photoshopped to have corgi faces on them. Yeah, yeah. but
1: w- what are their na- What are they called collectively?
3: Corgrots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was that that sent that? Mikael. Oh, thank you, Mikael. Thank you, very Mikael. Much, that's uh,
1: amazing. Thank you
3: very much for that. Uh, that is that is beautiful. Thank you.
2: <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a thing that I've seen now with my own eyeballs.
1: Are you grateful?
2: I'm very grateful. Good. It, you, there was lots of other well wishes as well, but that was the only one that had the pic, That had, well, the main one that had that picture. <laughs> it'd be weird. It'd be weird if multiple saying, people yeah, of them sent them the head same head image. Well, we did ask for grots and corgis, so I mean that yeah? was the most efficient yeah. way of doing it, I guess.
1: So, shall we get back into it?
2: We should Mm -hmm. get back into it,
1: yes. Drumbly Bambly. I'm really having fun saying your name like that. Yes. What have you been up to, dear?
2: I have watched a few TV series.
1: Have they been sexy TV series? Um. Yes. Ooh, okay. Only to
2: some people. Probably not the first one. I mean, every. Most TV series are
3: going to be sexy to someone. I'm sure there's someone cranking one out to the (laughs) trapdoor.
1: Don't oh you open that trap door? Oh!
3: Yeah, There's something it sexy down there.
1: <laughs> oh, you can open this trap door, Burke. I regret everything. Oh, then if you do, if you do time
2: done. it really well with that, then the, the, the sort of the tail off the sort of do-do-do-do, it sort of makes you just feel... <laughs> can you like, imagine? Coincide with how sad you feel that you've just jacked off the trap door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but... The, okay, so what part of trap door are you jacking off to? Are you tra- jacking off to Burke, who's got a lovely Yorkshire accent... You, <laughs> you
3: wouldn't you, regional accents, Jesus. The,
1: or the spider, which I would say you're a fucking weirdo if you whack it. It's to the definitely spider.
3: the spider. It's I can't. Not, I can't remember the spider's name.
1: I think what? it's like spider. It's. It's not. <laughs> you don't know that. Okay. Or, or you're whacking off to the bones, which I like. Honestly, I love the skull. He's super cool. He's like my favorite character because he's a he's mm. a skull. Uh, or the thing upstairs. You're like, "Oh, dom me thing upstairs. Yeah, it depends on how much you
3: feel like being commanded. Mm.
1: I don't. I absolutely do not like that. You can literally tell me to do something like, hey, go and buy yourself something really expensive and I will absolutely fucking literally not do it because someone's told me to.
3: Yeah, that is actually true. You, yeah. you do have a, a contrarian I, I, streak. <laughs> I am
1: no, I am so against authority to my own detriment. Yes, <laughs> so I want to dom the thing upstairs. Not Jeff. <laughs> he fucking wishes I'd step on him. I feel that we boring. should
3: probably move on from our psychosexual fantasies about the old children's television show, The Trap Door.
1: Yeah, oh, 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 this is the last thing. Or are you whacking it to the trap? door oh the trap door itself there's something down there is it like it's my penis yeah but no no what's in is it like is it like a um oh you, you stick your wee wee in it or whatever or you hang your butt over it and then like is is it like just random stuff goes and just puts itself either inside your body or around parts of your body
3: Again, I feel like this is a this is a trapdoor of, of of content that we should have kept very closed. No,
1: I think, I <laughs> I, think I'm already regretting. The fandom needs answers. Okay, write in who from the trapdoor would you fuck? Mm. Like like serious? Not not even a fuck Mary Kill Just Who are you going to have sex with in trapdoor? The old claymation. And
2: if the answer like, is all of them, what is your like first pick?
1: Yeah, which is your first pick. And, like, also, if you feel comfortable going into it, or if you just want to tell us, like, you know, feel free to include, like, a kink. Like, I feel Burke would probably be into piss. I think
3: that letting the pair of you do a podcast without me has (laughs) kind of set a precedent that there is no rails. (laughs) Are you kidding? um... We actually
1: finished under two hours. We didn't get too derailed. I mean, I think yeah probably not so and then like like it was literally like I kind of sat there going this is the part where I'd usually go bananas but like and then we'd be like no don't do that because I'm Mr. Serious Face are you saying that I am the disruptive that I am the disruptive
3: element you
1: were because we it was actually very smooth
3: Is this your, is this, this thing again? Where because I'm here telling you not to do things, you you have to not do you have to do them. Like, Holy
1: shit, maybe that's it. I don't uh. know, maybe.
3: Okay, um, but also
1: if I know you're doing that to try and stop me from doing it, I won't do it. Okay, um, but then I will. F- you will see in my eyes a painful internal struggle. Yeah. Mm. So Matthew, can you talk about yes. thing
3: the things you were going to talk about, and so we can get off the subject of yep. Um, yep, yep, yep,
1: sexualizing yep. trapdoor. Yeah. Because there's yeah. something. Um, down like, maybe, there. maybe we can
3: move on to sexualizing the magic roundabout later, but you know, we'll, oh, the magic we'll...
1: roundabout. What are you, some kind of fucking creep? <laughs> That's with was <laughs> G- it Germin Germin Trude something? Charmin <laughs> Trude? Trude. That's fucking stupid. It's like the magic. What? And Dougal. 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 Dougal's pretty great. Who the fuck is Dougal? It's the dog. Dog. Dougal the dog. Dougal the dog. Yeah, yeah. and then there's. I wanted to say Skagpuss, but that's like the junkie version.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, Bagpuss is a different thing entirely.
1: I thought Bagpuss was part of the Magic Roundabout. No. No, there's a springy no.
2: thing. I forgot what that's called.
1: Zippy. Yeah. No. Is, is Zippy so. in the Magic no,
2: Roundabout? No, no, no. Okay, I, I think
3: I, I think um, we're confusing each other at this point. No, I'm
2: not confused. Matthew, talk about the TV shows you've been
3: watching. Okay. I don't want to. Um,
1: first off, I'm going
2: to brush over this one because I'm not allowed to talk about it on the podcast. There's a new series of Bake Off we've been watching, so uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not finished yet. We're up to the we've just finished the semi final. There's one episode left. It's don't getting as tense as you know Bake off. off gets, which is not that tense. Who would you <laughs> fuck
1: in Bake Off?
2: Noel Fielding, totally.
1: Noel Fielding's in it.
2: He yeah. is now. Yeah, for the last few series. There's, there's, there's... I
1: love how like. From the Mighty Boosh, there's Noel Fielding and Noel Gallagher. Who's <laughs> the other guy? It's not, um, it's not Noel Gallagher. Okay. Um, Matt. Shut up. Oh,
3: I, can't. I can't completely forgot his Noel Fielding and...
2: Other one. Other
1: one. Flynn Hannigan. No, like, no. Sure. They're literally... I, I will
2: remember it. Julian Barrett.
1: Yeah, Julian right, Barrett, go. there we go. Who was is really
2: to... good in a um as a serious actor as well.
1: Oh, he's in, oh, I've not he's seen... in a
2: um dark comedy called Oh Flowers. It was like okay. a Channel 4 black comedy thing and it's it's trigger warnings it's all, he like the very first thing he does in the very first episode is try to commit suicide. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> they base a comedy around that. And it's like That
1: that is a very British dark yeah, comedy. Yeah, it's it's great and he's Oof. brilliant in it
2: like as Ooh. a relatively serious role. Um But anyway, sorry, what was your point on on that?
1: (laughs) I was going to say that Noel Fielding and Julian Barrett Barrett. Mm are basically the, in real life, they are the opposite characters that they are in The Mighty Boosh.
3: Yeah, that's actually something they said, like around making the Mighty Boosh. Well, I'm that glad
1: that I'm finally yeah, confirming it that, that when they
3: started, <laughs> that sort of when they started, they were sort of broadly based on themselves, mm. but over time they just became each other.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, Noel Gallagher,
2: Noel Fielding,
3: <laughs>
1: Gallagher. He's got a stupid haircut that makes it look he's wearing a helmet.
2: He does, but. In the first few series of Bake Off where he came on, he had a different... It like one, one, one year he had like a sort of troubadour tight tight. It was very weird and it was freaked what? everyone out and then he went back to normal.
1: Yeah. It, it, what's really funny is every time I see him, I think of Wib's cousin.
2: Which one?
3: Oh, actually, yeah, no, I know which one you mean. Yeah, yeah
1: you know which yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... Wow. Like, first time I met them, I was like, it's no gallagher fielding or
2: whatever <laughs> I, I yeah I, I do have a cousin that looks quite like quite like him
1: yeah <laughs> anyway draw does a everyone called noel you...
2: have like no fielding has distinctive hair no gallagher has distinctive m- manchester hair do all noels <laughs> have distinctive hair
1: well um, everyone
2: from manchester is called noel noel edmonds doesn't have distinctive hair Knapid,
3: Maybe his pubes but...
1: are like that, though.
2: I mean, he has a beard, but it's not a distinctive beard. It's, it's
1: more... Again, it was at yeah. the
2: time, though. It was I at the suppose. time. Like, not, he was known as, like, the beard. Not many people had beards when he, like, famously had a beard.
1: I suppose. it kind of comes yeah. under
2: the gate, guys, of distinctive hair. I think I'm onto something here. I'm <laughs> not sure what. I'm what
3: trying to think of
1: other famous gnolls.
3: I don't know what gnoll Coward looked like. Oh, oh, gnoll,
1: gnoll, um, fucking, what's his name? Uh... Noel. No, <laughs> No. no. Oh. Hogger from World of Warcraft he's a famous gnoll
2: <laughs>
1: Matthew talk about that the was... things we've been trying to talk about 10 minutes please
2: that was very good thank you um, okay moving on from that um, third season of Agretico is out which we've watched
1: oh I need to get through the second season of Regretsico.
2: It's, I mean it's, it's Regretsuko it's great
1: yeah I love it
2: um... shitty pop he...
1: yeah i look this is the thing i like i i i i don't like watching dubs that's just my personal preference if you prefer dubs then great that's awesome i don't and that's fine um but i really it's really weird because i don't like the just normal spoken parts of the dub i prefer the sub to that but in the dub's music, mm-hmm. I much prefer that. Yeah,
2: I know. We've been watching the subbed version, but yeah, the the the, the death voice that sh- she does in Japanese is so much. It's worse just kind of you
1: know. it's it's incredibly high pitched and yeah. screechy. Yeah. And I hate using that word, but the and there's a lot more bass to it in the mm. dub version. So it's like, oh what a, oh this is Yeah it's I feel so one. horrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the downside for us as watching the um, subbed version is that for whatever reason it's, and it's never done this before, but the thing that we're watching it on, like, it does, the subtitles just die. Occasionally, <laughs> like, you'll get halfway through an episode and the subs stop showing up. But because you're same, so into yeah. it and you, like, don't quite know, you, you know, it, it takes you a few lines to be like, hang on. Because sometimes, quite often, you can sort of tell what they're doing by, like, their actions and, what, and context and stuff. Mm. And, especially, and it seems to somehow do it at the best opportune moment where we last for a few seconds. We're like, hang on. There's not been any subtitles for the last like 30 seconds. <laughs> we're
1: like wait, what? Oh god. You inadvertently
3: <laughs> were
2: almost able to speak Japanese
3: for yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah,
1: apparently. But that's the thing. It's it's, it's like, like flying. It, when... If you if you just don't notice that yeah, you can't exactly speak Japanese, like you
2: run off a cliff. Yeah. If you do what's happening.
1: Yeah, the moment you notice that you don't fluently speak Japanese <laughs> yeah. is the moment you can't understand them. Yeah. yeah. Weird, that's weirdly, actually true. Weirdly that, yeah. Mm. Also, you don't need to because anytime they say sprinkles, it's fine because it's... Oh,
2: yes, I love that. And I can't do that noise. I don't know how to do it. My voice... <laughs> my... Yeah, it's amazing. I can't
0: do it. <laughs> well, it I mean, I took
1: like a year of Japanese at school. So. And it was mostly mm. just learning and to make that noise. And it was literally noise. just like... <laughs> <"Konichiwa. Koriwa." laughs> there
0: you
1: go. <laughs> you know what's you. really funny? I, I remember I've had like... Those creepy anime fans being like, um, actually it's pronounced "desuka," and I'm like, mmm. I actually have studied Japanese. I was taught by two fluent Japanese speakers, and you've just watched a shit ton of *Fruits Basket*. So get the fuck off your anime horse, son.
3: Mostly because it will be, uh, you know, anime horses tend to look freaky.
1: Yeah, they really do. What it's like?
3: Not as bad as *Jojo* dogs, but you know.
1: Or not as bad as Sailor Moon cats. Oh, they're cute at least. They are cute, but they are just kind of like I, th- I think like maybe the manga is worse because, like, it's just like it's like a like a weird like square melon with a couple of spikes on it. That's that's what the cats look like.
3: Is this where we start busting out our uh, spicy hot takes about how Naoko Takeuchi can't really? Draw.
1: No, not really. <laughs> you know what's really funny though? Um, in the Sailor Moon S movie, Luna makes out in in her cat form, she makes out with a human guy.
3: That is fucking messed up. Yeah. So some guy just thing- makes out has a sloppy no, no, make out no, no. session no, no, no. with a
1: cat. What's even worse is that it's non consensual. He's mm. unconscious at the time. Yeah. And she's just like, and then she's like, ooh. And then she just runs through a field making like really heavy breathing noises and my brother came in and went what the fuck are you watching and i was like watching Sailor moon he's like it didn't sound like Sailor." and i showed him the thing i showed him like Hmm. luna kissing the guy who's asleep and he was like okay now imagine that like anime makeout noises and then that noise happening and i was like you know what that's fair i'm sorry (laughs) but yeah it's okay because luna is only in cat form but, like she, she actually is is like, has like a human form. So okay, like it's I'm just fine because gonna... she turns into a, a like a, a sexy woman at the end. You know and the they part... fly around in the sky.
3: You know the part that I dislike most about anime is that when you're talking about it, you have there's to... there's always that
1: one part. All...
3: You always have to spend at least some amount of time going. Okay, but canonically that sexual assault wasn't that bad.
1: Okay, you want to hear about like the... No, I
3: don't I don't want to continue talking about this, quite frankly.
1: <laughs> like, the, the worst part about Sailor Moon is that Chibiusa her daughter from the future is in love with her dad. And she when she turns evil she makes out with her dad.
3: Anime was a
1: mistake. Anime was a mistake. <laughs> I fucking love Sailor Moon, but that's just the worst thing ever. Anyway, drama. You're saying about watching some TV or fucking whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. A great sitcom
1: is good. It's,
2: there's quite a nice sort of character arc in this series, and it's sort of yeah. Because we watched, I think we watched the first two series and like their series and things happen. But mm. then we watched the like 100 one minute long little shorts of it, <laughs> which were great. But there's no development or storyline in any of those, really, It's just, I'm
1: guessing it's kind of like Garfield comics. Yeah, basically. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Garfield is so, here and Lasagna happens. Yeah, exactly.
2: So yeah. going back to one, you're like, oh, there's character development and things are happening and, oh, this is great. I mean, the one-minute ones are great as well if you can access them on some hypothetical website where you can watch <laughs> cartoons and it's online or something. Um, they're great. Uh, you go and watch them if you like the theories. series. But it was really nice coming back to a proper series that can have, like, yeah, a a, a, theory, a more serious storyline. Well, serious, but you know, just meaning, like an meaningful. action.
1: Actually, have a storyline. Yeah, like yeah, yeah.
2: It's it's good. Hmm. Um, last thing we've been watching, and I was up to date as of the last podcast recording, but then we didn't speak about it because I wanted to speak about it with Web, and then now I'm not up to oh. date. But just, <laughs> new season of Discovery, yes, which uh, is very. I'm oh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, new
3: season's great. Um, yeah yeah uh, it's basically uh, a redo well it's like a soft reboot of the whole series anyway but it's also a redo of gene roddenberry's andromeda but it doesn't contain kevin sorbo who's oh. a cock who is i think i described on twitter as a bollock um a singular bollock yeah just a singular bollock
1: a sentient singular
3: bollock. um <laughs> uh i don't think i'd go that far um <laughs> No, he's a right piece no, of shit. No, he's an absolute um, fucking piece of and shit. And so the yeah. fact it doesn't contain Kevin Sorbo means that it's 100% better yeah. than Andromeda. Mm-hmm. But it's basically the same story. Mm. Like like th- premise but for the whole good. thing. Like
2: so yeah. Um Yeah, I'm re- I'm really enjoying it. How are you uh, how how are you, how are you finding it? I'm really enjoying it. My main my main takeaway from it is that Michael is so much fun. Like she's just not been fun for the first two series and there? there's there's various mm. reasons why that might be the case you know she's gone through shit in various different events and she was raised vulcan so that's like yeah know. i know but i just hate her that, being that moody and mardi the whole time just kind of got a bit boring almost
1: yeah and i know there's yeah. valid
2: reasons for it but it was just like
1: oh just like smile it's but, it, that kind of like very like hard-ass kind of thing is very cookie cutter mm. especially in like a more kind of i know like starfleet isn't military per se but in that kind of organized uh like um
3: in a chain of command in a chain of command
1: thing it's like it it is it's very done Mm. and so having someone who's a little bit more quick a little bit more different yeah well she's just thing is definitely refreshing and there's
2: various reasons why because you know oh
1: no absolutely i mean it can still be fully justified and like make sense but it can still be like a little bit droll
2: but just watching her like enjoy herself and smile and make a few jokes and things is oh, it's it's so refreshing i've yeah. i've really enjoyed mm. it i have uh, like cuz i think they did a, they've done a really good job
3: of like estab- of like breaking all the established things from the early the early stuff and like kind of putting a line underneath it cuz mm. even the fact that like spoilers but um michael was separated from Discovery for, like, a solid year. Mm. Um, so it that sort of, means that they've sort of been able to write in why she's changed, because she's literally spent a year off screen mm. living a completely different life. So, they like, I think basically everything they've done has been really smart to, like, mm. make the show work. And the simple fact that they've got the whole conceit about, like warp not working how it used to um that the spore drive suddenly becomes something like like that's useful and means that even though discovery is a ship that's 900 years out of date it's still like a notable ship it still has something that the other ones don't um and i mentioned this on twitter that i think the real thing because um the fact that this this whole thing ties it, it's basically... Because if you don't know, they've gone so far into the future that the Federation isn't around in the same way anymore. Um,
1: Eliminating my biggest problem with it was the fact that it was a fucking prequel. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It
3: means they've gone to a place where they can do whatever they want because they are currently the furthest on in the timeline. And they have
1: basically complete creative freedom, yeah. which is doing them wonders. The
3: only <laughs> thing that comes after this is one of the short tracks, which I've mentioned before, called Calypso. That's the, one of the best pieces of sci-fi made in the last few decades. <laughs> um, um,
1: Excuse me, have you even seen the Snyder Cut? <laughs> I love it how it's like, there's two... Th- okay, there's three certainties of, of Twitter. Uh, one, if you if you say that Ricky Gervais is a piece of shit, which he is, um, it will summon Ricky Gervais fans to you to tell you to shut up. Sometimes
3: Ricky Gervais himself.
1: Yeah, sometimes, because he's that much of a a whingy little bitch. Yep. Um, Two, if you are a woman, you will get hate. Or if if you are not a cis-het male, you will get hate. Um, And three, if you mention the Snyder Cut in any way that isn't just sucking Snyder's dick, it summons... Ricky Gervais-esque fans of Zack Snyder to attack you. It's really weird. It's Mm. like the button in the museum in in the bonus area of Modern Warfare 2's ending thing, where it's just a big red button that says do not press. That's the mention the Snyder Cut slash Ricky Gervais- in a negative light, and then everything in the museum comes to life and opens fire on you. Yeah. That's literally what it's
3: like. Except the people that come to life are people that really need to watch movies that don't contain people wearing spandex.
1: I mean, uh, let's not be hasty. I like mean, it's, it's
3: totally fine to watch those movies. It's totally fine to love to have those be your favourite movies. But every now and again, you should probably watch something where that's not the case. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, there's, <laughs> that, there's that Pokemon porn parody with Dickachu in it. Go give that a watch. You'll realise how much Snyder steals from that fucking I'd universe. Rather, I'd rather
3: watch Pokemon porn than watch fucking Zack Snyder's fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather watch Pokemon porn again. I mean, I did, I'm sure this is one of the very, very <laughs> first, like, Sorry. misanthropod. Just... Sorry, I'm, I'm, it's in context.
2: Yeah, it is. Okay, keep going. I've got something, but keep going.
1: Oh, God, I'm worried. Okay. You're probably going to like, I don't know, like.
2: Come come on, come
3: on. Okay, come anyway,
1: on. anyway, 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 uh, one of the first, like, I think in the first, like, ten episodes of the misan- misanthropod, I was like, so I watched the Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which after which has David Cage in it as Zordon. Like seriously, he looks like exactly like David Cage. It's so (laughs) fucking weird. And then like literally after the first five minutes, it's just a bunch of naked people and you're like, Oh, you could have left the helmets on (laughs) your head. You know, it's like it's just a bunch of people fucking and it's like wearing um,
3: colour coded condoms. No. That is that's a mis-trick.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I would have been like, I would have had like, I don't know, someone like raw dogging the fucking Megazord. That would have been hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but also, because like they literally just have like, because all of the Zords are dildos, they're sex toys, being tugged along on the strings and it's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure I've already mentioned all this but yes drama matt you were gonna like admonish me
2: i no i just you said you'd rather watch the pokemon porn again and porn again in my head sounded like bjorn again so (laughs) my head imagined this whole universe where it's a combination of pokemon and the abba tribute acts bjorn again as like some weird mashup like i don't even know but it was the best thing ever
1: Star Trek Discovery, anyway. Yes. I like this universe better. The, the, like, the ABBA tribute band and Pokemon porn, that's, that's the sci-fi for me. What I was going to say <laughs>
3: before we got onto this whole conversation... Mm-hmm. We missed you! Um, was <laughs> yeah. that one thing i think that works really well with uh this compared to andromeda that is that did a very similar thing because if you don't know uh the basic plot of gene Roddenberry's andromeda was there was a ship called the andromeda ascendant that got trapped in time and came out like 200 years or something in the future where the systems commonwealth the f- version of the federation that it belonged to no longer existed and the basic premise of the show was that they were trying to recreate it in the future um uh but one of the problems was was that you didn't know the system's Commonwealth, so you didn't give a shit about it. And everything you heard about it made it sound like they were secretly <laughs> Nazis. Okay, but so, they literally
1: um, have like a race called the Nietzscheans. Yeah, but
3: they did fight the Commonwealth, so
1: they're they're on like Planet Ayn Rand or fucking whatever. Oh you
3: don't please I don't want to think about Andromeda more than I have to. Yeah,
1: um, me neither. That's why I'm like trying but, to hurry you through it.
3: But um but in this you know the federation we've seen it both good and bad and we have an association with it so wanting to see it rebuilt in its idealized form means much more to the viewing audience they're invested with that idea and yeah uh, there is also a bit which i i i, I don't want to spoil anything because i know you've not seen the last couple of episodes um there is a uss nog uh, that you that see in, in the future, it's just in the background. One well, I didn't notice it at first, but I've, you know I've seen it. Like so. it's an Eisenberg <laughs> first
1: Ferengi stuff. Yeah,
3: it's it? an Eisenberg class. Um, ah, yes, it's named after the actor who, passed, who passed recently.
1: Oh no! Yeah.
3: I think it's Eisenberg's surname. I- I'm bad with names, uh, but yeah, they named they named the class of ship after the actor who oh, played that's really so sweet. That was, that was nice. Oh. Uh, but basically, it's really fun because you see the crew seeing future ships and nerding out about them that's so cool uh, like oh my god that's like that that, that nacelle system how does that work it's not properly attached oh wow how does that you know you mean
1: literally just being engineers
3: yeah being engineers and also <laughs> being star wars oh, star wars being star trek fans. Being star
1: wars fans.
3: <laughs> it's fine it's fine oh my
1: god is that no no that's uh, c-
3: come on come on
1: See, We're I already... miss this when I'm like, "Hey, let's be ha- let's be happy and have fun," and you start shouting at me. I miss that a lot. No, it's just because
3: we've it's just because we've already like got three deep on tangents already on this part, <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't want to go down it again. Um, but yeah, and I, I, that was like really nice because it was like it was like recreating what fans do when they talk when they see like a fleet of ships, they do that, and so seeing it in the show was kind of nice because that's something that I think Discovery had done generally well anyway which is to make the characters seem excited to mm. be there and to yeah. be genuinely like oh my god that's like ah that's crazy like you know it's why the whole like um tilly saying the first fuck in in star trek um what's funny because she was like oh that sci- that's a science thing she's like that's so fucking cool <laughs> and then uh and then her superior like going tilly like, oh i'm sorry sir no you're right it is fucking cool, <laughs> um, yeah. which I thought I thought was good. But yeah, I, I've been really enjoying this season. Um, it's been very
0: good.
2: Yeah, yeah, and mental health episode was pretty good too. It's like, oh, this is just an episode focusing on the crew and how they're dealing with this like weird mm. situation they're in, and how they're you know suddenly separated from all of the like well everything and everyone they know. He's like generations gone because they're what is it 900 years in the future or something uh yeah it's about 900 years in the future and it's yeah it's yeah it's really good it is yeah if you still haven't watched it yet and you're like struggling with the first few episodes of the first series really stick stick with it it's I mean we shouldn't be surprised at this point that Star Trek gets better with time but
3: it really does yeah, it's been a, it's a funny one because like on the one hand like season 1 is really rough in places and and season 2's got some real pacing issues, but I but it's also like jumping to season 3 you miss out a lot yeah, of the context. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um and so I I think you could with a primer just jump into season 3, like if, just to know the context of what's happened to get them there, but you are missing out a lot as well. So yeah. it's yeah. It's, it's the price, like I always say, like DS9 is my favorite um, Star Trek, but to watch it, you kind of need to watch a lot of next gen to fully get the context, to realize why it's so good. Mm. So it's, yeah, I don't think you could just watch it on its own and get quite as much from it. I mean, you still could, because it's just good TV, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah, watch those other episodes. It, it, they're, they're also good. Hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah that's 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 me done. Snipe.
1: Oh. Yes. What have you been doing? I've been watching a lot of pornography. I have not Poke- really. Pokemon? Of course. I'm a <laughs> connoisseur. That's the way you pronounce it, obviously. I've been pretty unwell, mental health wise, and physically. I thought I had the Rona. Um so I went and actually got a, a Corona like, COVID-19 test, which was super scary.
3: Did you have to have the thing jammed up your nose?
1: I had to do it myself. Mm. Oh, did you have to jam it up your nose? Yeah. Okay. Um, what you do is you basically um, back of your throat, you stick your tongue out, and then you, your tonsils are those two lumps that kind of, like, kind of close around your uvula mm. um, in the back of your throat, and you've just got to rub it on those for, like, 10 seconds.
3: And <laughs> Try to <laughs> pretend you don't have a gag reflex. Mm.
1: Honestly, that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was straight after that you take the thing and you insert it 2.5 centimeters into your nasal cavity and like ram that around for for, for 15 seconds, which I sneezed five times because <laughs> it was it was so awful. And the guy like because I was like if you go in for a test, like it's like it's really spooky, um, but it, it kind of has to be super serious so I don't begrudge it. You go in. You have to, all single file, um, you get assigned a guy who will take you to a sterile cubicle and stand watch to make sure that you don't, like I don't know, spit on everything or lick everything and do the test properly. Hmm. Um, there's like a mirror in there and everything. You're not allowed to put your bag or, or like anything on anything. You're not allowed... they've,
2: got it, they've got it nailed down a bit more than when we did ours what, a month Oh god, then? what happened no, when months... you got your oh, it, it was just, there was not that, you didn't get a staff person each, so there was like a couple of them between loads of people and the instructions weren't that clear mm. and
1: it was fine but it wasn't. Well they gave like, they gave the, a black bag a black sealed plastic bag and you get escorted to the sterile cubicle the guy stands there he's like, he's not really like a helper he's more like a fucking security guard <laughs> and like, he's like open the package, and I'm like, okay. It felt very kind of like <laughs> I, I'm i I'm gonna get like thrown in jail for treason or something. <laughs> I was just like, holy shit. And he's like, the instructions will be on the leaflet, and it's like telling you what to do, and it's like, don't poke the fucking the, the weed, because it's not like a Q-tip, it's like sandpaper. It looks like, it's like, open this, and then you know, don't. It's not edit. scratchy like sandpaper. The no, one I'm I not... used was. Really? It wasn't not quite yeah. in the same way. It was pretty vicious. I think huh. maybe it was just because I'm super sensitive in my mm. nose or something. But yeah, and it's like, they have a mirror there. And it's like, oh, find your tonsils. If you don't have tonsils, rub where they would have been. And it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh yeah, put it in there. Also, you have to blow your nose first. Oh, do this, do that. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, hey, I knew what I was doing. So, you know, because cause he was telling me, so it was fine. But yeah, that came back negative because I was like super fucking exhausted unfortunately web's dad got it and you had contact with him so you isolated
3: yeah fortunately uh one of the weeks uh basically i found out that my dad got got the rona um and i should also be self-isolating but the first week of it was the week that i was kind of depressed so i wasn't going out anyway yeah, so you know didn't even live the
1: house anyway and so yeah <laughs> so you only needed to actually like deliberately self-isolate for like three days so yeah, you because... did pretty well. Um so I was like, oh shit, okay. So I went down. It was actually really good cuz I was like you can just book it online. So if yeah, you're not you can't get one unless you're a key worker or you have symptoms. Yeah. So if you have symptoms, I would recommend booking one. Mm. It is a little bit scary, but it's super safe. And
3: yeah. it gave you the peace of mind and that it you were just regular it I
1: was just I just had like a cold or something. So yeah, it's fine. So yeah, that was, that was a bit of excitement.
3: Yeah, we like a bit of excitement, don't we? Oh
1: yeah, you got to have a bit of excitement, don't you? But yeah, um, apart from like that, I have, I have actually played two games. Good shit. Yeah, right. First one, Sims 4, Snowy (laughs) Escape. (laughs) Okay, so, um, the funny thing with this is because EA is the fucking worst, always Mm. has been, always will be. Yeah. Um... They release other various other games companies are trying really hard. Oh, Ubisoft is really trying hard. Mm. It's whacking off in front of a mirror. It's pretending. It's like it's like dressing up in EA's clothing, but it just can't get it right. You know.
3: I will say that I I feel that Ubisoft might be slightly worse since they have a history of sheltering predators within its company. So that's actually like real world stuff. Oh Um, yeah, no,
1: fuck. I did not know that. Yeah, no, that's... That's pretty disgusting. Yeah,
3: that's the big problem with Ubisoft. And they they are not doing anything about it. Uh, Fuck Ubisoft.
2: They keep saying they might, but then not doing anything (sighs) at all, which is kind of worse.
1: Yeah, but then you've got the fucking really, really vocal idiot minority dude bros going, oh my god, stop bringing politics into it. And it's like, um... It's
3: not politics, just keeping people... trying to keep people safe.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway... Anywho. Basically, big corporations are all cunts.
2: I mean, yeah, as a general rule.
1: Yeah, as a general rule. So yeah, the funny thing about this was, I I was super stoked about it because it's basically like, this is the... Japanese expansion, which also kind of sucks because now they have like a sign in this expansion. It's not just a free update uh, with this little thing. Where if you put a sign in this in the house, when they when when a sim goes into the house, they automatically take their shoes off. Okay, and, which is like that's really cool. However, that is a massive part of like Eastern culture, yeah. And it kind of sucks that people who belong to that culture can't have that part of their culture represented without paying thirty five pounds. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. kind of sucks.
3: That that seems like the sort that of thing. Should, that should that
1: should have been in the free update. Because
3: yeah, loads of loads of like loads of expansions do that where they'll introduce something in a paid expansion but it'll be something that they just put into the game as standard. Uh, City yeah. Skylines does that all mm. the time. I mean, I mean to be yeah. fair
1: they like like With The Sims, they have done that before, like, with Little Bits and Bobs. Like, they've recently, just before the Snowy Escape expansion, they brought out a thing called um, Sentiments, which is kind of, like, just shared memories between Sims. Hmm. And, like, oh, like, you know, like, my Sim took his daughter to, um, like, a snow festival. Um, And, you know, and... It was like, oh, they built a snowman and, you know, they, they had some food and they had a good time. And she basically was like, it's like, oh, look for Void Critters, which Void Critters are literally just Pokemon in the <laughs> Sims world. Um, it's like, oh, and, and it's basically play Pokemon Go and collect 10 creatures. You know, and they did that, and then they both had the sentiment of like had a wonderful time at that, at like the winter festival or whatever. And I was like, that's really nice, and like loads of little kind of like updates. So you know, like to to create a sim and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, no, that that's cool. Also, you could have just put the sign in the normal game because it's literally just a sign. Yeah, and it is it is quite integral to a lot of like to to you know quite a large different culture from ours. But I mean, okay. But that aside, um, it's actually pretty fun. Um, you there's like it's called, the new area is because you get a new like world kind of thing, and it's called Mount Karembi. Um It's it's actually really fun. My biggest problem with it is that it doesn't have many residential slots. And if you live, if you have a sim that lives there and they have kids, they literally dress in like Japanese uniforms hmm. and go to school and I think that's so fun <laughs> and I <laughs> wish I could set it so that kids have uniforms sometimes or like you know oh eat, like this this kid goes to this like Mount Karmbi school so they they dress up in like you know the cool outfit but uh who knows um they have finally given us like different platform like like so you can have two rooms or like a segment of a room be like a step down or a step up So you can have, like, you can have, like, I can't remember the actual term for it, which is, uh, I think that's just free update kind of stuff, but that's what came in with it. and it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, I've heard it's
3: incredibly buggy.
1: This is the thing. Um, because, I mean, to be fair, credit where credit's due, Sims 4 is usually pretty good with its expansions. It's, I've not seen one this bad in quite a while. Um, where people were just like it crashes literally like every ten minutes, like it was borderline unplayable for the majority. I had it crash once because I found out that the the mini fix for it was to disable sound, and I'm like, motherfucker, I never play with sound on anyway. That's my <laughs> podcast game. I don't care.
3: So you just didn't. So the I thing, didn't notice. Yeah, the thing that causes the crash just obviously isn't present for I, you. I
1: was yeah, I was like the one percent. <laughs> And I was fine with it, so yeah. And like they, they, they were. This was like the I think 1% it came out. Off and off. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I mean, true. <laughs> Just guillotine me. It's fine. And like, I think it came out on like the fourteenth, and they were like. Hey, we're sorry that everything sucks. They literally had an in-game like on the menu notification.
3: Oh, That's so when you know it's bad. Ooh, yeah,
1: <laughs> that that's where they put it. Basically, oh, okay. it's like, um, oh yeah, um, we know that there's some some, some st- there have there have been some stability issues. Um, we should have a patch out for it by the twentieth, and people were like, "That's a week away," and I'm like, "Yeah, but there's a pandemic." And like, just turn your sound off. It's not. I know it's really sucky, and this should not have fucking slipped through the net. But even like, you know, like, and fuck EA. But like, everyone's working from home. Everyone's super stressing. Forcing
2: developers to work all day, every day for four days to get this patched out a few days early is a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's it's a bit much. So just in, in like, normally I'd be like, yeah, fuck you. Come on. But because like people are working from home, people are like sick or whatever it's like you, you know what cut them some fucking slack and just turn your sound off
3: it does sound like the sort of thing that is like no this should have been from like up above should have just been like no this needs to be put back a week yeah or like a month this. like
1: it does i don't care if a game is delayed for like a year as long as nobody's well, being see, fucking whipped
3: see the problem is is that you're not a shareholder and, and shareholders oh. um i mean what are they for they um, just seem to make the world worse they
1: sit there and they have money and they oh basic, yeah they have money they and that means they like, have power yeah and they um. they basically sit there and go oh do this thing or I'll basically take your home off you
3: oh yeah yeah, yeah. they they
1: fin dom everyone but oh, without yeah. consent so they're kind of shit yeah yeah we yeah. should guillotine billionaires I mean I'm in, just Minecraft. Saying, in Minecraft in Minecraft yeah absolutely um but yeah I've actually been, been enjoying edition. that <laughs> yeah. Not not yeah, just the (laughs) Java
3: edition come on, we're not crazy Um, not in VR, we're not sick
1: we're we're not fucked in the head Um, I've also been playing another game called Prey, because I am a creature of extremes
3: this Mm. is the game that is part of the same series as the old Prey, but basically it's got nothing nothing to do with it nothing to fucking
1: do with it, and I absolutely I dig it, so Prey is like it's basically System Shock hmm um, you've, it, which is like uh, for for the younguns amongst us. That's like Bioshock, but old. Um, Bioshock builds on, built on a lot of System Shock stuff. It has a lot of the same elements: hypos, magical powers, that kind of stuff.
3: But a lot simpler. But that but a lot, hell lot simplified. Simplified. Because yeah, System Shock it, is oh my god a nightmare to yeah, play.
1: <laughs> don't get me fucking started. Brilliant game though, um, and it's basically like that. It's not like Bioshock. It's, it's a lot more system shock than it is Bioshock mm. in the way that it's fucking hard.
3: <laughs> you know what I most like about it? What? How it's basically prop hunt.
1: It is. Okay. So they have just weaponized, like they sat there and was like, Arcane Studios literally sat there and went, what if prop hunt was a horror game? Yeah. Because there's, a, there's an enemy do, in that.
3: Do people still know what prop hunt is? I just realized that. Mm,
1: probably not. Okay, Propan, uh very quick thing. It's an old TF2 mod. Yeah. Or Gary's Mod mod oh, it, it, was T-
3: it was originally TF2 and then they made a Gary's Mod one, yeah. as far as I'm aware. So it was
1: originally a Team Fortress 2 mod where um there would be like the enemy team would spawn and they'd be all like normal. They'd be like oh, spy, soldier, fucking whatever. And then the other team would be would spawn as random objects. So you could be like a cartwheel or a control point or a crate and you would have to hide as the enemy team looked for you and you had like really, really low health, so they'd like kill you instantly, um or something. Like one or two hits, like, you know. I think everyone was basically like scout. So they had the yeah, lowest yeah, health. Something like
0: that.
1: Yeah. And um, within the allotted time, uh, if the Seekers didn't kill all of the props, then the props won and vice versa. It was an incredibly fun game. Um, Just ridiculous. Especially because you'd see like a cactus just fucking tear ass past you and you're like, wait a minute.
3: <laughs> yeah, was or, great.
1: Or, during the snowy level, you'd spawn as, like, a cactus and you'd be like, well, I'm and no,
3: It did always pull from the, the uh, items that were in the level. So.
1: It was, yeah, I remember the snow, that there was one thing you'd spawn as and it was really fucking obvious. But there was
3: some that were There hard, were
1: some yeah. that were really weird. But yeah, basically there's an enemy called a mimic in Prey that just does that. It turns into, like, a coffee cup or, like, or like one of them will turn into a book, or something, and you'll just be wandering along, and suddenly like the coffee cup will, will get like really long inky tendrils and just fucking start like slapping your ass.
3: Yeah, it's quite funny actually when it's, you, it's, when it, when it's not scary. When it's not quite
1: scary, funny. it's fucking hilarious. If if you're like a second party watching, it's the funniest thing in the world. Mm. And I'm pretty sure because I was looking through the Steam library today with like for Prey, and it had like it looked like they just made a prop hunt kind of thing, and I'm like, oh, I gotta play that, that's great. But yeah, it's very system-shocky in the way that, you know, um, you get hypos, so you can um, upgrade your abilities, you can upgrade your suit, you can go through three separate paths, which are like engineer, security, and there's like something else. Have we talked about this
3: before on the podcast?
1: Yes, I have, but I haven't gotten that far before. Yet. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's, it's like this dystopian Future thing on like set on this place called this space station called Talos One, and it's re- I, I I really like it, but it is really exhausting to play. Like I really like how the stories being told. I like the is it characters. Like the tenseness of it. It's like it's not just tense. It's the fact that I kind of get like a silent hill kind of feel from it. In the in not not in the kind of like atmosphere way. Although there are moments that really do like there's a couple of moments my blood's run cold. Hmm. Like, um Phantoms. They're like uh, I don't know, I haven't got far enough to know what they are, but they're basically like you do encounter a couple of phantoms, which are these weird kind of like humanoid that they're, they're bigger than humans. They're but they're kind of like scribbly black blurs. And they like whisper shit, and like they just kind of mention that like they'll just come out with fragments of conversations. Hmm. And one of them, well, I was sneaking past a couple, and um, because they they, are, they hit fucking hard, and especially early on in the game, very very hard. Like you don't want to be fighting things, you know. It's it it it's really difficult. You're made of crepe paper. Hmm. They're made of fucking like l- like lightning and fucking broken glass and it's the worst thing in the world and just as i slipped past these two and ran for the elevator one of them said my name and it was so fucking scary because <laughs> it wasn't just it wasn't like an angry thing it just went morgan and i was like because <laughs> that's the name of your character mm. uh, which is really cool you can play as a lady or a guy and they're both called morgan and I don't think I've ever seen someone play as the guy as like cool as he is. It's like, yeah, but I want to play as the cool science lady. Just yeah. for a change. But yeah, and it's just it's it's very stressful in the way that I'm like it it's it's difficult. I've got it on story mode and it's still quite hard. Um things hit pretty dang hard. And it's kind of like you have, like, a set map, and you're going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it's like, like a Resident Evil kind of haunted house thing. You use kind of unlock shortcuts and things like that. Uh, again, very
3: system shock, yeah.
1: Yeah, very system shock. Um, but the thing is, I'm a big, stupid doo-doo millennial head, and <laughs> I if something isn't literally Technic- flashing... Technical term technical term, mm. if something isn't waving its sequin-studded penis in my face, I just don't notice it. <laughs> I literally it was we, like...
3: We have been ruined by mini-maps and wave markers. And... <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like,
1: it, I do find it very stressful, because it's a horror game that you can get lost in, mm. and I don't like that. <laughs> it's like... I... I, I really wish I could just com- could commit to sitting down and just playing a big long stint of it, but it is very draining because mm. I'm sitting there going, okay, there's like three typhons, which is what the enemies are called, uh, three phantoms just crawling up my fucking rectum and I have to figure out like how to get past this area and I'm stuck and it's just really fucking exhausting and it's really frustrating because I really like the game. It's just, I'm too, it's like, what did I say to you earlier? It's like, the longer I play it, the stupider I feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like, okay, I'm I'm playing as this amazing fucking engineer, this fucking, like, amazing scientist that graduated from space MIT. Science genius. <laughs> this science genius with a massive brain. And I'm sitting here going, uh... Uh, I just had three cups of coffee and forgot that I didn't make him decaf and now I'm shaking. Uh. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I just accidentally ate, what is it, the peel of a burger. Like, I just ate burger wrapping or whatever. Yeah, burger peel. Burger peel. Yeah, I mean... It's like like a banana. banana. Point proven that I am not a sciencer (laughs) of any kind of like description because the
3: because the, the science term is a burger shell
1: mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. burgers are actually closer to uh, crustaceans yeah and all crustaceans strive to be crabs yes this
3: has happened on multiple occasions
1: yeah burgers <gasps> turn into crabs I literally fucking
3: center. I, I literally like a month ago just got weirdly obsessed with learning about crabs on mm-hmm. wikipedia I now know <laughs> how to t- I, I now if you gave me a crab I could tell you what sex it was huh. I know how to sex a crab.
0: Yeah,
1: I know how to sex gerbils.
3: We should probably not say these
1: words. Well, no, that's a, that's a, you know, in in animal husbandry, that's actually quite know, an average term. And anyone who laughs at that is a shit and isn't as smart as me. <laughs> oh come on, we laugh at it. Yeah, peak gerbil science or snipe. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've been really enjoying it. But it is it is quite. Exhausting, and it's it's frustrating because I really do want to kind of like you know get into it, and mm. but it, it is tiring and difficult. So
3: I, I had that problem with um, Bloodborne of the uh, big I really love the game. Just um, gives you a
1: lot of fatigue.
3: But I got it was a game that I get fatigued really quickly playing, so yeah. I, I kind of played it in little spurts, and mm. I need to just start playing it. I probably need to start playing it from scratch, honestly, just because I otherwise I'll be so lost as to where I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I know I beat Gascoigne for you? Well,
3: you did... didn't you, you didn't no you didn't beat him for me. I I had beaten him. You did beat him on stream.
1: Yeah, and it was amazing. You did. Like, yeah, yeah. And you powerful, did powerful. Virile even. Anyway, um and I've listened to a couple of podcasts, new mm-hmm. podcasts. Oh, cool. Um So they all oh, no, there's three actually. Um I think it's A Voice in the Darkness, which is pretty good. It's about um a like a occult like, a doctor of occult science or whatever it is. He's, like, his, like, speciality is, like, spooky shit. Mm. That's the official term. Okay. Yep. Um, and mm-hmm. he has, like, a radio show where people call in with their spooky problems, and it's 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 pretty cool. Um, it's got the guy who...
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining now it's, like, Graham it's Torrington Pro... on Late Night Love.
1: It's late night, um, spooky. Uh, <laughs> but,
3: but, um, telling people, like, people calling up and going, like, so, Graham, uh, I've got too much ectoplasm in my house. And he's like, okay, this oh is what God, you do Oh
1: God, it? I'm opening my cupboards and it's just sloshing yeah. onto my face. It's horrible.
3: Also, shout out to anyone who gets the reference to Graham Torrington on Late Night Love.
1: Late Night Love. I used to listen to that when I was at college.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. it was like...
2: Weird memories. Yeah,
3: huh. I used Do to, you I,
1: remember that too? Yeah. To just, oh my god, no way! Because
3: I, I used to listen to it, because uh, I had a, a Walkman that had a radio built into it, so I, I just used to listen to it like when I couldn't sleep, because it was yeah. just something no, to listen to. I used to, to
1: literally just sit up, like i get fed up of like, listening to music or whatever, so I'd just kind of like I put that on and just doodle. Yeah. That is so weird. Huh. Call in if you also listen to... Don't call in, because I don't know how you'd get our number... Yeah. Okay. Well, send an email if you remember Graham Torrington's late night love, because that sounds really weird. But it was just people kind of going, "Oh, just relationship yeah, advice." Just stuff. relationship advice and and stuff like that. It was it was yeah, it was noise. It was kind of like that was before podcasts. Yeah, it was basically
3: the same kind of <laughs> it was the same like, kind of thing. Like that, that idea. I mean, that's what radio and podcasts. It's like, just keeping fill a similar
1: niche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's really good because yeah. um, it's got the. uh god i can't remember the other one the guy's from shit fuck i can't it remember doesn't matter, yeah fine. but he but the, the the main voice actor he he does um he he narrates another horror podcast that's that's very very good um i've been listening to the oyster which if anyone listens to the white vaults which fucking fantastic love the white vault can't get enough heck yeah, Peter Lewis, he's, my, he's like, my favourite voice actor, and he tolerates me for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, like, you know, that's, that's great. He's, like, like, if you listen to those two, um, you will have heard of The Oyster, because both of them have been promoting it. Uh, it's a new, like, kind of, like, sci-fi dystopian podcast story. Mm. It has, like, is it Keith David? I don't know. The guy who did, like, the Arbiter's voice from Halo. Yeah, that's Keith
2: David.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's got him in it. Oh, okay. They've got some really good voice actors. Like, there's a lot of No Sleep podcast voice actor cameos. Like, they pop up in it occasionally. Like, David Cummings is in it, Mm -hmm. who's the host of the No Sleep podcast. Um, And it's just this really interesting story about how... Also, like, the preview I listened to um, had a big thing in it, because it's, like, set in the future. And um it, it follows like a a family of people of color and it's like the dad's really mad and it's cuz like apparently like there's something wrong with the world like the earth and like they're doing uh, there's an event called the sorting um where they basically eugenics it's super hard but without using the no-no word they like they like they have like armed people come to the house and go oh yeah we have deemed you valuable to society and then they drag like like so, like one of the family members away and then everyone else's is just left on the surface to fucking die good like, whether <laughs> you want to go or not they Jesus. take you because you're beneficial mm. and like it, why is it called the oyster Oh, it's, there's there's a thing in it oh, okay. called the Oyster. But yeah, they, they call it like New Eden. Oh, okay. And like, you know, they're talking about how, oh well, we have hopes for New Eden 70, which is like 2070.
3: Oh, this. So do you, do you remember ages and ages ago, I talked about a, uh, some uh, sci-fi. Some sci-fi? No, you do no, that no, no, every day. So, some sci-fi <laughs> books that I read from like the 60s. Um, mm-hmm. That were like short story compilations. Oh, with
1: the weird donut thing. One of them had the hairy donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: um I kind of wish I kept that book, but I gave it back to charity because I knew I wasn't going to read it again. But I should have yeah. kept that because that story was so fucking weird. Yeah.
1: Um, it's but, out in the world now.
3: Yeah, it's out in the world to torment somebody else <laughs> with its weird donut things. Um, but there was a story in that that I don't know, it, it had a kind of similar vibe to it where there was like, yeah, these hermetically sealed cities. Um, but there's also life on the outside. And I just, You just gave me like a mm. flashback. So I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry. oh shit, that story. Except in that story, inside the cities, it all went to shit. And like people were just, it, it got very descriptive of mm. the um, like dankness Ugh. of all these hot bodies so it's existing near red. each other. So
1: it's basically Reddit. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Reddit. Yeah. It was Reddit, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry that you you, you no, no, transported me to somewhere else sorry, for a second there. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, um, I think you might actually like this. Hmm. Um, it's very, very well acted. Um, and, like, the main character, she is basically, like... Um, she's kind of a remembrancer. Hmm. So, um, and she's talking about her experiences and how she learned of the oyster and stuff like this. And, and she talks to people and basically gets them to go through their, like, like unique experiences so she can, like, archive it hmm. as, like, a digital thing so humans can kind of, like, in the future just go through that as an experience and learn. Okay. Um, and just kind of her posterity as well. And she's talking... Like, there's, like, a podcast in-universe... And then these two podcasters that were podcasters in the old world and now they're underground and they're just like, and they have like, it's like fourth wall breaking like adverts. So they're like in, in, in the podcast, in the podcast, they're like, Hey, this like, Oh, what is it? a minor inconvenience is the podcast name. And it's like, Hey, that was my nickname at home. <laughs>
3: I know I like to think podcasters in a post-apocalyptic world is what we'll be doing post-Brexit. So,
1: good morning, <laughs> <Yeah>. England. <laughs> but it's yeah. just in.
3: Everything's still shit. I mean, we do that now. <laughs> yeah, fair. fair. So it's
1: like, is this just in. Everything's still really shit. There we go. That's that's the sneak peek of Brexit 2021 or fucking whatever. Um and, you know, they, so they're like, oh, yeah, use the code OYSTER at this, and, like, and you can get food delivered straight to your bunker. And it's <laughs> like, that's pretty fun. Mm. And the thing is, there's, like, this huge kind of, like, horrible, because it's obviously, like, a cap, like pro- like big capitalism slash fascism, because the two can't really be the two sides of the same coin. But anyway, um, so it's like, you know, you're in a board, like, the lady's in a board meeting, and they're like, ah... Good. Okay, so how do we make people create more carbon? <laughs> and like there's like a woman who's like, "Oh yeah, um I've cr- I've designed a program that basically just floods the body with um pleasure chemicals, and that's that that puts them into a deep state of relaxation, and we can basically just turn off the population for 17 hours a day." so that they generate more of, like, a chemical we need. Um, Because we want to make sure that uh, we can create Eden, like, 70 in the future. So basically it's a big kind of, like, the 1% are basically farming people. It's like, I'm still quite, because there's only two episodes out, so it's still quite early on, and I'm kind of, like, trying to figure out what's going on, but it is really good. Okay, cool. Um, I really can't recommend that.
3: So shout out to this hot new podcast.
1: Hot new podcast, and then there's Spines.
3: That's a Spines. body part, not a podcast.
1: No, no, it is a podcast, and this one grabbed my attention because I was like, it's really weird. It's like this. The, it follows the main character Ren. She, she doesn't know her real name. Um, she's like an amnesiac who is like. Yeah the first thing i remember is a basement it was like a, a, is is the attic and i was covered in blood and there was a man with a skull on his head and then then the, the, the then the attic burned down and i ran away and like as it progresses it's like yeah she's she knows like she has like a bunch of friends or people she knows and she knows all of their names but one so she's podcasting for the mystery guy who she has memories of being in love with but also can't remember his name Mm. so you know she's like yeah you're out there somewhere and it's like and she's like oh so i went and found this guy and you know people didn't notice his sculptures all over town and i'm like okay so that's interesting and she's like yeah um sculptures made of molded living tissue Like, this horrible Cronenbergian (laughs) monstrosity is, like, in the middle of fucking, like, the city. But no one's paying attention to them. And, like, she goes up and she touches one and it's warm and hairy. And then a bunch (laughs) of eyes just look down at her and she's like, yeah, this is, like, he's definitely been here. And it turns, he's like a flesh sculptor. He basically takes body parts and he's just, like, like molding them like clay. But they're still alive. And, like... And you're like, okay, so this is, like, some kind of weird, like, thing of, like, people have powers. And it turns out, like, spoilers, Ren has, like, a couple of powers. Ooh. And she's, like, looking... And this weird shit keeps happening. And she's like, I'm seeking out my friends. And she, she reads our emails and she's like, yeah, most people are just, like, die slut or whatever. I don't fucking care. Um... And she like goes out and she meets other people with weird powers, and it's just like it's spooky, it's weird, it's eerie. I like I like the lady who um who voices Ren is she's very good, and it's just it's thoroughly interesting, and I really like it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm like seven episodes in, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good, and I can recommend that. Oh, cool. So yeah, um, and that's pretty much all I've been doing. So it. what have you been up to, wonderful man? <laughs> well,
3: quite a bit. Um, oh. Mostly because I've technically not recounted things for four weeks. so um, I have no memory of the last month. Last calendar <laughs> um, month, anyway. I Basically, I've been catching up with a lot of um, TV series that I've been meaning to catch up on, for the most part. So... Um, I watched both seasons of Harley Quinn.
1: Oh, I've heard they're really
3: good, and it's really good.
2: Because
3: I, um, I, I, I initially I saw some little clips of it, and it was very sweary and violent, and I like initially kind of was a little turned off by that. Yeah. But then I watched the other thirty seconds of those clips. <laughs> And there's a lot oh, of... Oh, is this
1: like a classic case of like, I remember BoJack being marketed as just like a family guy clown. No, not really. No, no, no. I mean, is um, it, was it advertised poorly? No,
3: no, because I didn't see any advertising for it, so I couldn't tell you. Okay, fair. Um, I, I'm just saying about clips I'd seen online. Oh, okay. Um, like, so it does, the, the show swears a lot and is very gory, like comedically so, Um. But the the way I think a good way to sort of like summarize the priorities of this show is that the one of the very first things that happens in the first episode of season one is a group of rich people on a boat, and one of them going, "Ha ha! Look at this! Literally a huge stack of money next to them!" (laughs) And it's like, "Ah, yes. Now we shall uh, we shall do our Snyder cut. (laughs) No, we shall do our favorite thing in the world: fucking the poor." Um and that's how the show starts. That's
1: literally like <laughs> every day Jeff Bezos wakes yes. up and just <laughs> like starts wanking using like a big flashlight made of 100 dollar bills. Yeah. And is just like just looking at pictures of like starving people. Yeah, like that's what he does every single fucking day. It's
3: um basically. Do you remember when I was talking about uh, Metalocalypse a handful of episodes ago? Yeah, yeah. And I was talking about how it's it's violence and it's misanthropy doesn't really do anything. It doesn't have anything to say about it. So it's just sort of a bit kind of weirdly reinforcing. Mm, that it's just kind, kind of, of thing? it just kind of comes across a bit juvenile um when watched over like the whole course of the thing um harlequin is sort of like what if like it has some of those elements like being incredibly gory and just swearing all the time and having this kind of misanthropic kind of thing but but it does so in this kind of bright and colorful way and it does straight up like call out bits of um it has an agenda. It does have politics because all Everything art, all has art politics. has politics, and it's quite open about them. Um, and you, you know, it does so in this kind of like quite nudge, nudge, wink, wink way that's quite funny.
1: <laughs> Fucking the poor.
3: I well, um, what well, that
1: could mean There's like
3: a bit where Scarecrow like captures someone and is about to like inject them with something and he's like like something like it, it's like oh we'll see if your insurance covers this then he goes oh, who are we kidding it, ne- it never would let's be honest the American healthcare system is the real villain here I mean <laughs>
1: fucking yeah <laughs> it's, it's that it's that kind of humour <laughs> um, oh my god that's not even that's not even funny that's just legit
3: and it does that
1: Crane just spitting fucking fire it, over it. it does
3: that all over it and it, it it's, it reminds me a lot of um, like the Venture Brothers where being a hero and a villain is like a vocation more than anything else. Um, and so villains don't have to be bad guys. Um, and <laughs>
1: Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce?
3: <laughs> and it exists in a kind of world that reminds me of like Saints Row where God, Saints Row. it's so over the top and outrageous um, that... Even when the good guys are committing acts that end up with lots of innocent people dying, it's kind of hard to take it too seriously. And it's kind of hard to hate them. Um, Yeah, um, just watch Harley Quinn. It's really good. Um, I
1: like Frank.
3: Frank is great. It me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it's... It, it, can, it can take a bit to get used to, like, just the amount of swearing it does, because it I mean, is if you listen outrageous. to this podcast,
1: you're probably fine. Oh, it's worse than we are.
3: Jesus. Um, mm. Oh, no. And, you, and you're seeing it from, like, known characters, which is really interesting. The other mm. thing is, is that it is not... I mean,
1: it's better than... Fuck Batman. It's...
3: Oh, it's light years better than that. Okay. Um, it's not afraid to do things with characters, like, to kill off characters or have them radically change it's not afraid to do that it also makes kite man into a character who's relatable and you like oh yeah nothing's ever made kite man good <laughs> and they've managed it huh.
1: like th- yeah also this is this is the important question mm. is is the boom boom kitty in there the boom boom kitty captain boom boom Marang.
3: Captain Boomerang. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if he's been in it yet.
1: Because I know like I think he might have had a little weird, cameo. Like, Left for Dead kind of style game that's coming out with Harley. I was going to call him King Cooper, but he's like a big shark. King Shark. King Shark. There we go. King
3: Shark is so good in Harley Quinn. I love he him. is so fucking. You've good. shown <laughs> me
1: clips. You've literally unplugged your headphones. and Gone. You have to fucking see this part. Clayface
3: um, is fantastic as well. Yeah. Like the but main yeah, crew is so Harley.
1: Good. Boom boom. Uh, King Shark, and then there's like another person. I think it's I think it's Deadshot. Yeah, might I think it's Deadshot in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: no. Um, it's it, they they have a habit of, like they just pull out like DC characters from all over, and there's a lot of characters that you go, oh, they totally wouldn't let them near this show, and then it's like, oh no, Superman shows up. Like, I don't know how this got made. It's one of those things where it's
1: sorry, I just I was just reminded of. Um apart from the boys that you described to me, and I just immediately imagined yes. Superman doing that, and I'm like, yeah, yeah he would. So,
3: <laughs> so yeah, um, Harley Quinn, really good. Definitely recommend it. If you liked things like the Venture Brothers, um, where it it has that, but it's, you know, got more heart to it.
1: Where it's not just throwing uh, like, slurs around. Yeah,
3: like, like, think basically, it's... Harley Quinn kind of starts around the same sort of level. Like, uh, Venture Brothers got really good, but, like... Harley Quinn is, like, nearly as good as the Venture Brothers was when the Venture Brothers ended.
1: Oh, shit. Huh.
3: So, Harley Quinn has the potential. I know the third season's been been commissioned. Um,
1: He's hoping it's it It's got the potential
3: suck. to be mm. just fantastic. Re- really enjoy it. Huh. Uh, on a similar note, I also watched The Boys, both seasons of it, which is... It's got Karl Urban in it. It does have Karl Urban in it. He which, was the Doom guy. He was the Doom guy in the hit...
1: 2005? 2005, 2005 <laughs> movie Doom, Doom, which wasn't really in canon with 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 Doom three, but it took all the aesthetics from it.
3: Yeah, couldn't it be in canon with Doom Eternal though? Given Doom Eternal's shtick, it
1: could be. Yeah. yeah, I think actually there's like a, I think there is like an Easter egg for it. <laughs> Good,
3: uh, I I haven't beaten Doom Eternal, so I no, <laughs> I, no I, I need either. I need to go. I played it
1: on stream, and like everyone was getting like. It, no faults of anyone, but they were all getting super hyped and spoiling loads for me. And I'm like, wow. Uh, and I honestly haven't played it since. Because okay. it's it's kind of been ruined for me. Um, I know nobody meant it, but it was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um,
3: but, uh, Listen, but.
1: Let this be a lesson. If you really are hyped about a game, play it on your own <laughs> uh, first. Before you play it publicly or anything like that. If you're yeah, streaming it, oh, always play it on your own. I've learned this, so you don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: But anyway, The Boys is um, a, a similar kind of show uh, to Harley Quinn in a lot of ways, in that it's a, a kind of grim, sweary, gory take on superheroes, um, with a sort of, like, grim, like, black comedy sort of thing to it. Um, however, The Boys is not as good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because
1: Harley Quinn, I know. Is it not yeah.
2: as good or not just not good? That's an interesting question.
3: Um,
1: it feels to me, from what you've described, that it is a bit like Breaking Bad in the way that everyone is an absolutely irredeemable piece of shit. And uh, I, this is what... Bubba, I don't like Breaking Bad. And before anyone has a go at me, I've watched all of it. And I still think it's terrible.
3: Fair enough. Also, yeah.
1: I like how everyone hates Skylar because she's... The wife, yeah, and the woman. Uh,
3: I, 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 didn't. I never cared enough about it to watch more than like, like an it was episode. It's basically so, so. just
1: horrible things happening to horrible people, but not in the kind of vindicating kind of way. Yeah,
3: well, this uh, the boys is not the same kind of thing because it's They're got uh, because it does have characters that you don't hate. Um, oh, really? Now, basically, the reason why I wanted to watch it was because the adverts for season two, I saw them, and there was a character in it called Stormfront. And I don't know if you know, if people know this, but Stormfront is a famous neo-Nazi website. So I was like, you don't name a character Stormfront by accident. I want to know what they've done with this. Yeah. Um,
1: also, fuck Stormfront. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are cunts. Mm.
3: Um But so I decided to watch it. and like, So the, ba- the basic kind of gist is there are superheroes and they are sort of combined both both people who are heroes as a job um so kind of like your kind of venture brothers kind of thing again you know um but also they are the media properties so they have movies based on them like it's the mcu
1: oh my god so it's like old hollywood where they fucking own you yes yes Okay, so you've
3: got these super powerful beings, but they are owned by a corporation
1: oh God
3: um and there's a bunch of other stuff to it i I won't go into it to spoil it because there are some good things in it now. It is a thing that I would basically place um content warnings for everything on it um and some of the things are not handled well, some are handled well, some really are not mm. um
1: heavy so, caveats with this one. heavy man.
3: caveats it's a, it's a show that i would that i i don't think i could wholeheartedly recommend but it does have if if you are able to deal with its edginess because the show is really fucking edgy especially in its first season uh, of just being kind well, of Was
1: so it you said cuz Carl Urban's like Australian and <clears throat> you were like Oh, he says the word like "cunt" a lot. Yeah, I was going to say because he, uh, he's like playing an English guy.
3: Yeah, he's playing a guy called Billy Butcher, and you um, know from
1: Coronation Street. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> and he
1: uses. He's playing Billy Mitchell.
3: <laughs> and like, I don't know. I don't know how how other people and you know people who aren't like from um, the Commonwealth, effectively,
1: aren't from Scotland or Australia um, or, or
3: England. Like, we, I know that there's like real. I know in places like America, the word but cunt is a It has much...
1: a lot of... It's it's a very dodgy swear. It's
3: considered very sexist. Yeah, and, whereas, in like, context, that's um... not
1: how we use it. Um, we basically, it's like... Because I don't very often use it unless I'm talking about irredeemable pricks. Mm. So mm. it's kind of like a... Oh, you use this when you really want to fucking yeah. be angry. Or you just want to be... also like, oh, you're right, cunt. Yeah, it like, uh, it's not. It's an to Australian say, thing. It's like you're either my worst enemy or my best. friend Yeah, and
3: it's not. It's not to say that, like the word, you know, the word doesn't have uh, given what it means. It does have implications, and so I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, it's it's not sexist." You're all just getting too offended. Also, I, I don't want that.
1: anyone to think, "Well, I'm a woman. I'm not offended," so that means no woman ever is offended because that's also bullshit. Yeah.
3: Um, but uh, but you know, it it doesn't have the same weight when said in some places in the world, is my point. Yeah. Um, and this guy's supposed not to be... A Brit- loaded as
1: a yeah, it's not loaded a Yeah, it's
3: not as loaded a term in, in Britain. In some places in Britain anyway. Some places it is. It, it's complicated. Uh, yeah. But he's playing a character that says it all the time. But it's really weird because it feels like it was written by someone who has never used the word in his life.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, because it's always said and it always feels like it's unnatural. It's really bizarre... I mean there are some good there are some funny ones like he encounter like the first time he encounters um, their equivalent of like an, the invisible man kind of character and his first and his response is like he's like well well well
1: if it isn't the invisible cunt <laughs> uh, which was
3: which uh, okay uh, that's that's pretty funny I'll admit that's I'll laughed. Yeah, um, but, but, but like it, especially because
1: I'm just imagining Phil Mitchell saying that well yeah. well well if it isn't the invisible cunt that's basically yeah, that's yeah. fan fucking time. Um, <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> but, like, it's quite
3: mean-spirited in a lot of things. But So the general consensus seems to be that season one was kind of just a bit, like, mean-spirited and, like, it kind of lashed out in all directions and was just unnecessarily edgy for no reason. Um, but s- people like season two a lot more because its satire is way more pointed and it just gets its kind of message across a lot better.
1: Well, I'm... If, if you don't mind me interrupting. Yeah, yeah. In- interjecting, even. But... You showed me a part which shows, which is actually very brilliantly done, which is the subtlety of like, basically, what is the word? There's, there's a proper term for it. It's the scene where Stormfront's, like, basically carrying on about, oh, it's the immigrants, and she's using all the alt-right buzzwords, mm. and and she's like, what, it's just, I'm just looking out for my country. You know, all these, like, weasel words, excuses, and hiding behind, like, like a, her country and trying to protect all that shit from, let's be honest, the brown people. Yeah. And it's like, and it shows, like, this guy who's waking up, doing the same thing every fucking day. He's got, like, f- basically Funko Pops of Stormfront. He's, like, you know, she's he's watching her on TV. He goes to the convenience store every day and, and goes to work, comes home. Repeat, repeat, repeat. He's hearing and the equivalent
3: he... of like he's hearing the equivalent of Alex Jones. He's hearing the equivalent of Fox News. Yeah, he's hearing
1: that. Just that is the background radiation of every day of his life. And then, like as like as he kind of goes through, there's a woman he smells out in the hallway, and she's just on the phone. She doesn't notice, and he starts like fucking glaring at her. As like like aggressively kind of looking at it and the guy who serves him at the convenience store is, is a gentleman of color and he's like starting to eye him up suspiciously mm. and it shows just how insidious letting monsters have platforms is, and how it it is it worms its way into your consciousness it
3: basically it's basically a really really well well demonstrated way of um showing how things like stochastic terrorism work yeah it's um like when it does those things like the show really shines when it's got when it's when it's um satire is so pointed um and yes uh turns out the name stormfront was not chosen randomly my god it has a meaning and yeah it works really well I don't want to spoil things through that season also, because like, there's some moments. There,
1: there is a thing that happens with her where I'm like, they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. 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 Some... <laughs> it, it's just like, wow, um, yeah, no, poignant. It,
3: it, yeah, it does some really good stuff. There's a character called Homelander who's sort of their equivalent. He's sort of a combined Captain America slash Superman. He's
1: Super America.
3: Um, And, yeah... <laughs> captain man he is the worst (laughs) yes (laughs) Yes. he's the worst person the absolute worst person but what they do with him is so well done especially in season two they really nail like what they're doing with him so yeah um it's a it's a show with some ups and downs um has some moments of being really quite shitty though um, but has some moments of really spectacular writing, so it's something that I can't sit there and say unambiguously I can recommend because there's a few scenes that I, I just I just said. Well, to you Snyder, mean you turned
1: to me, you were like, don't watch this, don't watch this because that will fucking a, send. That will yeah. send you nuts. That, a, that will make you. Yeah, bananas. there's a couple
3: of things that are like specific triggers that I know for you me, have, yeah. and they would not be good for you to see. No, but um, but yeah, so. I guess a really tentative recommendation of watch it, bearing in mind that heavy 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 caveats. Heavy caveats. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, okay. I watched season two of Ducktales, the new one. Okay, that, that's ah. a
1: bit. Oof, it's
3: a bit grim. Uh, which was um, much like the first season because it, it finally got put on um, Disney Plus when I wasn't looking.
1: I for one would like to say woohoo about that yeah I, you know the best oh i'm sorry that was terrible you know the best i'm just part trying about... to make people smile <laughs>
3: you know the best part about ducktales is that you don't skip the intro
1: no because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so it's the so intro, happy
3: like just hearing the du- the do- ducktales do- Duck do- do- theme just do- made me happy do- 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 um also it's re- do- re- do- i think the show overall is really really clever because
1: um, i love webby Webby's lovely. Webby's so um, sweet. They they
3: did a, a really good job of um, because the show has all of this like wild and outrageous stuff in it. Um, they did a good job of basically framing the entire show around what it would be like if there was such a thing as a good billionaire. Because if you can swallow that fantasy, then... You
1: can, you can, you can... Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay, ducks can talk.
3: Mermaids, that's fine. Ducks Bears can talk. Bears can fly yeah.
1: planes, that's cool. That's small
3: potatoes compared to a billionaires being good. Uh, I have made that <laughs> joke on Twitter a week ago and I was so proud of it, I had to make it again. Uh, like, comment,
1: subscribe for more anti-billionaire like, um, comedy.
3: But no, uh... <laughs> Honestly, the show has so much heart. I do, I do think, because there is an overarching story in it. Like, fuck, I remember watching it and going, like, one of the final episodes of the first season is called, like, The Shadow War. And I was like, this is an episode of DuckTales, what the fuck? Like
1: no, The Shadow War, because, because um, <clears throat> Darkwing Duck's in it. Darkwing, oh, yeah. I fucking the love
3: show, it. the show loves to like integrate things from other shows from the '90s, and Darkwing Duck has reappeared on multiple occasions. I, oh, I love it, um, and
1: I love it how no one but me gets the reference because I'm, I'm like the only person who's like, "Hey, have you heard of the Shadow?"
3: Yeah, you're the only person that cares about the Shadow the that I've only ever met. Person
1: who cares about the Shadow <laughs> at all. I just love it. Um, you know what was really funny about the Shadow, and this is probably this explains a lot about my tastes romantically. When I used to watch the, the, um, the old nineties movie with Alec Baldwin, I was like, Alec Baldwin is an attractive man. That's fine. But when he became the shadow and had that big nose, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oh, what's this? <laughs> Turns out I like big noses. Who <laughs> knew?
3: I'm quite grateful for that.
1: That's the first thing I noticed about you. <laughs> yeah. That is, this is a true story, but uh, cause I knew wib's cousin before I knew Wib and I was, I had been single for like two years and they just decided that they needed to hook me up with someone and I was like, no. Um, and I was out walking with, with your cousin and his girlfriend at the time in town and you walked past and it was when you had your you had your longer hair that just covered your eye. I had an
3: emo cut. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And like just as I was walking behind him, he was like, oh, that's my cousin now. And I remember turning and I was like facing like your hair over your eye and I just saw your nose and I went, that is a fine ass nose <laughs> Ooh. That, it's true there's literally oh. and, the, and you know what the first thing wib thought when he saw me she's tall thanks
3: <laughs> you are tall though
1: i had a dream that i was hanging out with arnold schwarzenegger and some guy started making fun of me for being short and i was like i'm six foot mate and then Arnie was like, "Yes, yeah, she is six foot tall. What's wrong with you, you stupid boy? Stupid head. He actually called him a stupid head. And like, that was amazing. I was just like, this is the best dream. Um. Also, I had a dream last night that there was a 90s Doom movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger played Doom Guy, Wait, And honestly- it was basically Steven Universe.
2: <laughs> yeah because he
1: was like created in a lab with all these like with like six women and they were all named after like precious gemstones but Arnie's like name was metal yeah because he, he's Doom Guy.
2: he was Steven
3: Universe he
1: was Steven Universe um,
3: but yeah anyway uh, DuckTales Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger as Steven Universe
3: <laughs> I mean I would like to see that, that but. Would be amazing. Uh, but yeah DuckTales um, I th- I think that the second season it's overarching story isn't quite as strong as the first season But it is still incredibly charming, and the fact that they basically make a big deal of integrating uh, the moon theme from the NES game (gasps) into the show, and it is beautiful. Like, that is not, like, hyperbole. Like, honestly, it is so lovely to hear, because, like, the moon theme, if you're not familiar, and I presume most people are, but the moon theme from the nes game more people is... are familiar
1: with the moon theme from the nes game than they are with the shadow <laughs> existing at all yes. so yeah go for um, it. Is <laughs> um
3: is a piece, is a piece of music that is widely regarded as one of the best pieces of music on the nes in its entirety uh, it's a lovely little tune and they yeah, in... <laughs>
1: That's the moon theme?
3: That is not it. It's
1: duck, 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 Ducktales. That
3: is that is not it. Woo. <laughs> it's absolutely not it. Uh, I they have even... been
1: awake for way too way long. way too long. Uh,
3: they also put lyrics to it, which is lovely. Yeah, I just um, told you that. No, no, no. Uh Yeah, no. Ducktales, absolutely fantastic. Again, integrating stuff from other other shows uh, works brilliantly. Uh, you know, the whole. <laughs> it's really weird that they make it, they bring in the whole thing of the. um in the actor who played darkwing duck cuz darkwing duck is a show in universe the actor who played him is called jim starling uh, uh. which you know every time i hear it i think of jim starling
1: um, <laughs> thank god for darkwing duck i guess yeah.
3: <laughs> and he, yeah um really really great uh, if you haven't uh, there's another season that i haven't got around to watching yet because it's it's not on disney plus and you know I wouldn't dream of watching a show on any on any platform that was less than legal.
1: Here in um, snipe and web and the misanthropod play Drummer Matt is here as well. Uh <laughs> we don't reckon, we we do not endorse pirating of any kind. Only we the only pirating we like is in Minecraft the Java, yes. the Java version. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: so I've not got around to watching the third se- a third season yet, but um honestly it is lovely. Uh, just hmm. really really nice uh and I, I don't want to give away how how they do it, but there is because there's another Scottish um, <laughs> I told, duck.
1: I told Longfang about this, and he fucking yeah. rolled. He uh, there was is so there is
3: another Scottish duck called Flintheart Glomgold, um, who's from the old stuff as well, uh, and he, he he's like he's like, my grandpa. He's he's great, but he but obviously like in in the modern one. Um, Scrooge McDuck is played by David Tennant, so he has an actual Scottish accent. Yeah,
1: the funniest thing, when I first saw it, I was like, Scrooge sounds so weird. It's like, yeah, because this is the first time he's actually been voiced by a genuine fucking Scotsman. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Um, And the other other person's Scottish accent is a comedy Scottish accent, and the explanation as to why, (laughs) because they have a canon reason for it, is fucking amazing. (laughs) And I don't want to spoil it, but watch it, oh my god um one last tv show to mention uh which i've watched the first few episodes of the second season of the mandalorian which continues to be great
1: i need to watch that
3: you do it's really good uh it it does um all of the stuff um that that kind of you would like from a star wars show a star wars show that's not dealing with like like there is force stuff in it but it's not the priority. It's, it's
1: more, it's, it, it's kind of like the watch books to the disc world. Actually, I kind of get that.
3: It's it's a space western, is what it is.
1: And, I mean, Vimes is literally Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, He's Clint Eastwood and Columbo. He's <laughs> Columbo <laughs> Eastwood. Oh god, I hate that. Yeah. <sighs> no,
3: uh, um, I won't say it so much back, because obviously the season's not done yet. Um, I
1: like the part where Baby Yoda
3: yes Yep. There uh, we go. <laughs> everyone everyone got mad he ate an egg and then the next episode basically said that that wasn't actually a big deal um because it turns out that when something it is half of a story you should probably not jump to conclusions um until you've seen the rest of the story but you know whatever <laughs> uh but yeah it's really good uh i i, I don't know how if it's going to be as good overall as, as the first season but yeah um is hoping also really cool, they uh, brought in a character that we saw heavily in the Clone Wars um, of Bo-Katan. It's not a spoiler because the marketing has had her all over it. Yeah, um, Who's a Mandalorian um, from the Mandalorians we're used to. So you get to see, so basically they finally acknowledge the fact that the Mandalorian is... Isn't like every other Mandalorian we've ever encountered. Why are they like this? <laughs> uh, and they they give you a reason. Is it's, it's I, I won't I won't say what it is, but basically what happens is the other Mandalorians take their helmets off, and he's like, "Wait, you don't take you're not supposed to take your helmet off." And they're just like, "Oh, you're one of them." It's like,
1: oh, you're one of them. You know the people who literally are like, "No, I'll use." Super glue is hair gel. I mean, you put the fucking helmet on like a dingus. Uh, but yeah, no, so... Sorry for the spoilers, by the way. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, it's that's, super the reason. Glue. that's the reason. It's, no, it's back to glue. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, good Good work. Cool. Thank you. Thank
1: you.
3: Um, <laughs> and also, I really liked it. It's a really small point, but like... The Mandalorian's obviously a very skilled fighter. That's like part of the thing, because he's a Mandalorian, you know, and that's that's part of their thing. But when he encounters the Mandalorians, he's not like absurdly more skilled than them. Um, He's not like like they are they are his peers, and hmm. I I like that because in shows like this, normally the main character is the best of everything. Super
1: biggest dick, like awesome dude. Yeah, and he kind of
3: has been a lot of the time in in the show as is because he's not been encountering all the Mandalorians um but when he encounters people who are his peers then he's he's like them you if know you're the
1: strongest fighter in the room you're in the wrong room
3: <laughs> and, and yeah it's just something i don't know there was just something about that I, I did i kind of just expected him to be the super special boy the whole time uh and the fact that they didn't do that i was just like that's really cool i like that um but yeah i think the new episode comes out relatively soon so that'll be fun uh, final thing is, I played a game called Wrecked. Which... R E K T. Uh,
2: yes, you, you, what, you didn't blah, blah, just blah. play the game, though, did you?
3: Yes, I know. I, I made a short review of it, which I put on my side oh. channel. Yeah, because I've been which meaning is, to uh, do Wib, does, Wib stuff does stuff on YouTube. Yeah.
1: It's very good. He does some really cool like forty k stuff, and he does some cool Lego stuff and some cool game stuff, and it's just fun. And you should go subscribe <laughs> and comment on his things and being like, "Nice butt, bro." In brackets, not a weird. <laughs> thing. Or like comment on his beautiful
0: cuticles.
3: (laughs) You could also not do those things but
1: do subscribe. (laughs) Like, comment, subscribe. Don't fucking talk to me.
3: Give me all the benefits, but never interact. No, I do appreciate feedback. (laughs) I I, I appreciate feedback,
1: provided it's about my hands. I appreciate feedback, provided it's nice. Uh, No,
3: no. um,
1: (laughs) The human condition. uh,
3: But no, it's it's a game that basically is like um, you do stunts in a car and it's kind of like a Tony Hawk's game. Uh, so you gain you're points. You're a
1: micro machine,
3: but you're like a little car, and it looks like a micro machine, which is great because micro machines are great. Every
1: time I go, I've gone out in the past week. I bought you a micro machine.
3: Yeah, because they do like blind bags now. Yeah, I'm very grateful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting sick of them.
3: No, I love micro okay. machines. Okay, because I'm like <laughs> I could get
1: you chocolate donuts, or I could get you something that will last. So then I just get you both. I feel I should chocolate-
3: tell you no on one of those accounts, but I also cannot find it in myself to do so. Right, that's <laughs> um, why I do the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a really fun little game. We were sent it by uh, the publisher. for um, disclosure dragon. and all that. Um, and basically, because that happens, if if you've got like above a certain, once your platform is so big, on like YouTube, you just get sent codes from time to time. And or
1: well, like they like some publishers will do a thing where they send you a thing going, "Hey, if you want a code, message us." And I'm never going to do that because that involves like human contact.
3: <laughs> and, and normally we don't do anything with them because if we're not going to play them.
1: Ooh,
3: I feel bad about just taking a code. Yeah. Like,
0: even it, though I, they,
3: they've given it to us. But unless we're going to do something with it, I, I don't. want to. But this looks so interesting, I was like, oh, I want to try this and see if we could do something with it. And then I tried it, and I was like, yeah, no, totally. It's a really fun little game. Uh, I'm not going to speak too long about it, because I obviously did a video about it, so go so, check it well out. Go watch it,
1: and Wib does stuff on YouTube. Um, does, um, does a lot of hand modelling. Very erotic. <laughs> um, he has an OnlyFans where um, I do if you pay him a certain amount of money, he will hold an object of your choice. Uh, like you know, oh, oh, I just want to see you hold. Ho- I want to see you hold seven sultanas. He'll do that for you. He'll do it.
3: Um, I a, won't. But if you want to hand do that. slot
1: three three seven <laughs> on onlyfans.com I forward slash whip.
3: No. <laughs> yeah. Dot HTML. Dot.
1: dot <laughs> dot cmd <laughs> forward slash um <laughs> why did i revert to dos <laughs> God, how old am I?
3: anyway uh yeah rect is quite fun it's quite short but it's only like a fiver um you'll get like a few hours of fun out of it it's not a particularly deep game there's only like four levels but it's it's cool i i enjoyed it played a bunch of it um anyway don't listen yeah. to
1: him here what's the review
3: yeah um in the review i say much more in-depth things so go watch mm. that
1: i like cargo uh, fast
3: I do like cargo first. Yeah, there you go. Uh, car- yeah, cargo that's... upside down. Car do go upside down.
1: Cargo space? No. Cargo road. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But,
3: um...
2: <laughs> I can't even remember what, what that is, or where it was from, or anything. It's but a terrible I meme. It being amazing.
1: Like, cargo space? No. Car, car no do that. Cargo road. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: anyway um, that's, that's me done so we should probably go on to the questions good, good I, we I, um, before we go to the questions we,
1: we do have one question that came to our main email uh, yes
3: um, so um,
1: from, from a lovely lovely lady called Gwyn uh,
3: although if you do want to send an email an email to us uh, what is the email address that people should send it to Snipe
1: thank fuck. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired uh, the drummer at gmail.com
2: You have to type it like that
1: (laughs) It's like you're saying Corn on the cob But
3: yes we did get a question in our regular Email so uh, we'll we'll Answer that first Oh yeah,
1: I'll read that out Hey it's Snipe and Wib I just wanted to ask a question and not sure What the best platform would be But Wib, we know you play a lot of Old Rogue Trader, what's the oldest model in your Collection? Hmm. Um
3: the oldest model that I have in terms of sculpt is the laser burn models I painted recently, uh, and the because... other one is
1: me <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm afraid it's not. I have a lot of things uh older well, I or mean... your age.
1: Well, I mean, I was born in 1997, so...
0: Uh,
1: uh, <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh. Uh, but yeah, the laser burn models, because um, I, it's actually kind of tricky to know exactly when they came out, but they came out sometime between, like, 1980 and 1981. Fucking hell. Uh, the, more, the versions I have
2: aren't that old, but the sculpts are... Yeah, I was going inter- to say, I don't know if yours counts, because the sculpts are old, but your models yeah. aren't.
1: But in Presum-
2: terms, presumably, anyway. In terms of... They, m- they yeah. could have found some old ones lying on a shelf somewhere, sent <laughs> you those. Oh, they're definitely not. Uh, but the ones I've got that are probably
3: actually the oldest is I do have a handful of the very first, like, Rogue Trader models. So I've got, like, the original Space Marine, which came out sometime between, like, 1985 and 1986. It's kind of tricky to find out exactly when.
1: Also, I will say, Gwen, I love you, because she signed off with, I'll keep drinking that chob Chobmol and looking for Spap in the Fogel section. <laughs> <laughs> That has that has that has made my fucking yeah. day. <laughs>
3: um but yeah, so that's probably the oldest one. The oldest ones I've got that are like yeah. yeah. A, 85, 86, um a mm. handful of like early, early like pre-rogue trader models that they made.
0: Mm.
3: Uh and those those are sort of the oldest ones, but I've got a ton from eighty-seven, eighty-eight. 88. that's where I've got like a lot of stuff from. Mm. So yeah. Basically I've got a load of stuff that's as old, it's a little bit younger than I am. Just a little. Just, just a little bit. And I also just want to say, uh, I don't want to go into details, so I don't want to give away anything, but... Don't um, want to be too personal. Don't want to be too personal, but uh, Gwen also mentioned something in their email, and I just want to say, best of luck to you.
1: Yeah. Big hugs.
3: Um, but yes, uh, you can you can go over and
1: ask ask your questions, so if I'm you must. Ask your lesser okay. questions, Drummer Matt. That's okay, rude. Okay. I I was being deliberately inflammatory, I'm sorry. Because
3: that, that doesn't reflect badly on Matt, that reflects badly on the questions.
1: Yeah. oh it does yeah. okay go on Matt. read your questions badly i don't know that, right. you know what you know what just think of something that would be kind of like a playful dig and then just pretend i said it okay,
2: okay. yeah pretend you yeah pretend you did good
1: wow <laughs> okay as shady as i was being you literally you eclipse the sun wow
2: right. first i want to thank a few people who emailed um only drummer like, the old email address. The oh, would you ones. fucking
1: stop not, everyone? Not I... with
2: questions. No one No email one with questions, what? I don't think. Stop or maybe one fucking person emailing pe- it. Various people emailed that one just to say, hope you're not feeling lonely over here, which was really sweet. <laughs> oh, bless.
1: Okay, I'm sorry I told you all to fuck <laughs> off or whatever. Um, but that's really cute, actually.
2: I think one person, actually, someone did email a question to them as well, so, but I can't remember <laughs> which one. But yeah, it was quite fun. Anyway, questions. Well, actually, first up, a recommendation, and this is useful for you, Snipe, but not useful for... As, as long as you act on it now and not when you edit this, and it's oh. not useful for anyone else. But okay. they're recommending the game that's currently on um, free this week for, on Epic Store, which is called Texasist. And it's a bullet hell typing type game.
1: I'm certain I've got that, but I will check it the moment I'm done. Thank you very much. So, yeah, Texasist the, the, sounds... the free
2: oh. deal expires tomorrow as of recording. So <laughs> oh. it's not very helpful for anyone listening.
1: Okay, so but, I hope everyone got that. Yeah,
2: but I want to tell you because I'd forget to tell you otherwise. So everyone else has to deal with that. Okay, um, thank you. Technician Sowell.
1: Hello.
2: Where are all the thick neck ones?
3: Oh, well, I mean, there is there is a couple of them that have come out,
2: like the the, the new. Uh, the, I can never
3: remember the name of them, but the the new um, uh, destroyer, like the big the big chunky one,
1: he's a bit thick. You know, I just want to. I want to get like a small necron force and paint them all like basically do a mild bit of um you know what i love when i start talking like this you look at me side-eyed like when is this going off the rails (laughs) every fucking time no 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 fail no
3: that was actually just me looking sincerely interested i'm sorry i just have a very i can't
1: tell anymore
3: i just have a very insincere face
1: you actually don't (laughs) But yeah, and um, basically paint them red and give them kind of like a fiery kind of like, you know, like the molten crack kind of like base. Mm. And give them like little devil horns and call them hecrons.
3: So I was right to be, <laughs> uh, to be I You said you were
1: genuinely interested. Then.
3: I was genuinely interested, but then the fact that you said it meant that I probably should be suspicious.
1: Okay, fine. What I want to do is I want to get a small force of necrons, right? And I want to paint them kind of like quite nice pastel,y kind of colors. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically like, they'll be like the big chonky guy who's going to be like my HQ choice and he's going to have a chef's hat and they're going to be called my macrons. Okay. They're going to be notoriously hard to make.
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay. What are the other questions, Matthew? Okay. Brandon. um, (laughs) And any music recommendations specifically songs or music that motivate you while you're while you're exercising that's for them it's jogging and then also songs and music that specifically help you recover from the fact that you're in pain and winded from jogging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would say for jogging anything that's like 140 bpm or higher you can if you use spotify they literally have running playlists with all sorts of genres in there um that's that's a great way to discover kind of like if you just find something that matches your natural pace or, like, a pace you'd like to keep, um, there's, like, a playlist for it. You know, if it's not a proper Spotify one, then it'll probably be, like, a fan-made one, which, you know, still give you some ideas, like, get you listening to some new music, and keep up the same kind of beat. And it is... That's that's what I do, and it's quite helpful. Um, Drummer Matt, what about you? I
2: typically... Depends. If I'm going on a long run, I'll typically listen to a podcast, because I just... As much as I love the feeling when i get getting back from running, I just kind of get a bit bored while doing it if I do too long. So I, I can't a listen podcast, to podcasts because
1: so. I do need the beat. Yeah, I well, started I a... for,
2: the first, for the first quite a while I did need that, but I sort of... After I started doing quite a, a bit longer runs, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I just need to do something else. So for longer runs, I just listen to podcasts. For shorter ones, or if I'm trying to get a good timer on something. I usually... I'll pick a, a, usually scar, scar, ska punk type stuff because that's just the beat worked well for me from running. But I just mm. pick one and then do the radio playlist suggested thing off Spotify because I do that often enough that it's usually songs I know, so it's like familiar. But just occasionally there'll be a new one in there or they'll do something a bit different. And it's, yeah, as much as I don't want to just, you know, bow to our algorithm overlords, that kind of just... I mean, it's we It's how I've help found it. myself listening to music quite a lot recently, even aside from exercise music in general. Mm. Rather than like, oh, do I decide what album to listen to? It's like, oh, well, I vaguely feel in the mood for this song. Let's just let the algorithm decide for me. Which is probably really bad, but... Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh well, I mean... I mean, I
3: can I can we, say we do
1: live in a nightmare hellscape, but at least yeah. you're listening to new things. I
3: can tell you what I like because it's been a long time since I went uh, to the gym. Um, for
1: yeah, various because the last reasons. time you went was pre-pandemic, with me yeah. before I started like this fitness course I'm on, where I had to change gyms and didn't have it. A... <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, didn't so... have a,
1: like a deal on, so you could come too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: um, but uh, the. This is completely unhelpful, but the last band I remember listening to a bunch of st- a bunch of stuff while I was at the gym was the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Oh my
1: fucking god. Yeah, if you want to die... <laughs> it's like, I literally, on my... I have uh, my playlist for, like, running is called Gotta Go Fast. And my <laughs> mm. playlist for the gym is is muscle spirit. Yeah. Cuz it's tanky <laughs> from street fighter reference. <laughs> Although um, I have
3: um unrelated to exercise, but I have been listening to a shitload of Jeff Rosenstock recently. I know.
1: Um He is also a lovely dude. Um, very lovely dude.
3: Yeah. Uh 1 1000% can recommend Jeff Rosenstock's stuff whether it's him on any his current like stuff that he, he does now um which it, it <sighs> He usually They usually play under Death Rosenstock, which is like the name okay, of him great. with his full band.
1: I, um, know, I remember when he was in the Arrogant Sons of Bitches.
3: Yeah, the Arrogant Sons of Bitches are fantastic, although they don't have their good album on Spotify. <laughs> They've only got like their early demo stuff mm. um, that's all compiled into one album on Spotify that's n- that's not recorded very well, but um, you can find it on YouTube, which is um, uh, Three Cheers for Disappointment, I think it's called, mm. uh, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. And then he was in uh, Bond Music Industry, uh, which started I off? I
1: didn't know he was in Bomb the music industry.
3: Well, he started oh, off. Oh wait, no, I did. We've I seen sp- him. I'm
1: thinking of bands of the acoustic revolution. Yeah, I heard yeah, the B word yeah, and because mm-hmm. I'm like sleepy and I've been up for a fucking long time. I'm like, ah, I know music band
3: that begins with B. That begins with B. It was either that or the Bangles, you know. Um, <laughs> it literally was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it was in the bomb music industry for a long time. It started off as a solo project, then made into a, became a full band. And basically, every piece of music that like Jeff has done. And been involved with is amazing and i yeah um rapidly becoming uh, I, I think the only the only musical artist i like more is Tom street is Streetlight manifesto and that should tell you a lot it for long time mm-hmm. viewers who will know my obsession yep uh so anyway
1: yeah. i was saying i put some of the doom 2016 soundtrack danger yeah into not only my muscle spirit playlist but my gotta go fast playlist i nearly fucking died (laughs) (laughs) but i felt like i was gonna just run up to a car and fucking spear jump through the fucking windshield and out the (laughs) back it it's like if if you really want to push yourself listen to the doom soundtrack but also don't, because I have trouble where I find it hard to create, like, um, to run in step with certain, like, timing. Mm. Like, if it's, so, it's so that ends up making me more aware of, of my body, which means it hurts more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And as for, like, chilling out music from running, I just tend to listen to, like, um, like, the same kind of, like bpm just a bit more chill i know that's really fucking helpful <laughs> but because i i walk in step cuz I, I like you know 5 minute warm up 5 minute warm down um and with my 5 minute warm oh, down you're a better I,
2: person than me I
1: honestly, if I didn't do warm up and warm downs, I'd fucking tear my calves. Yeah, yeah. Like, because like yeah. I, I literally had to go to like a chiropodist and be like, "Hey, my legs are shit and hurt all the fucking time," and she was like, "Okay, yeah, it's because your your legs are wanky. Have these fucking insoles that will stop that from happening." And then suddenly I'm like, "Wow, I can walk and run and it doesn't fucking hurt now. That's good." <laughs> yeah. Huh.
3: <laughs> you see, I was talking about this earlier to you. Like, mm. when it comes to, like, music to relax to. Like, I remember when I was a teenager and I used to fall asleep listening to System of a Down. So, like, nice. basically what I what I consider relaxing music is probably not going to necessarily mm. match. Because my music tastes have... Let's just say they've my... only gotten broader mm. over, since then.
1: My, my, like... I remember I was... Um... The Twin Snakes came out, which is the GameCube remake of Metal Gear Solid 1 that nobody fucking asked for. Um, (laughs) And they redid a lot of the music. And I remember listening to Mantis's hymn, Mm. which even for the PlayStation 1, like Metal Gear Solid 1 version, is a beautiful piece of music. Mm. And it is very spooky. And I remember listening to the Twin Snakes version of that and just being really relaxed and just... Mm. Even though it's, like, super fucking spooky. And I think it has, it has like, sampled screaming in it. And I was just like, hmm, yeah, that's nice. It reminds me of a game it, you really like. That's, so. that's the thing. I think it... like Also, like, there was the... The music from, um... Not really big spoilers, but in MGS4, when you go back to Shadow Moses, mm. I remember lying under the tank facing the, um... The oh fucking I can't remember what it is, the hangar, mm. and just sniping all the little like orb things I can't scarabs and listening to like the 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 intro and snake breathing and it was just the most relaxing fucking. You got
3: full full on ASMR. I sound got of A- it.
1: David Hayter ASMR. Me not clickbait. <laughs> 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 David Hayter ASMR'd me under a tank in the fucking Fox <laughs> Archipelago. <laughs> Not clickbait. Uh, gone sexual? No, that's too far. But yeah, um, I would say, I, yeah, I just listen to like songs that maybe have like, they drop like 20 BPM. So instead of 140, like 120 or maybe even 100 and just keep in step for my warm down. Uh, again, I can't really recommend any specific, like, musicians. I mean, I I kind of listen to, like, industrial metal and, like, bits of EDM work well. Like, there's even some (laughs) pop that has some really heavy bass drum that you can just really get into. Mm. So, yeah, I'm sorry I can't be more helpful. And I'm sorry Wib was completely unhelpful with, like, hey, yeah, listen to Dragonforce.
3: I would never, I, no, I would no, never, ever recommend anyone listen to Dragon Force for any reason.
1: They're a little max, bit hilarious. Maximum but... the Hormone is not a good, they're not a good band to listen to because they're like, they blast drum.
3: I, d- I did used to, I did <laughs>
2: used to listen to them quite often while at the gym. I won't
0: lie. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah but
2: For me, that's... it's like having a good beat. The beat doesn't actually have to be in time with my running because I don't know if it's yeah, like, similar to like drumming why. stuff because I can set my limbs going and doing a thing and then my brain can wander onto something else
1: I'm just so, imagining that uh, little ship's animation of the like the weird 3D model like flapping down yeah. the street Gary's mod, that's drum him out on a run
3: I mean, that's <laughs> just him in general
1: we've seen him
3: drum for like a decade do you remember
1: when we were at the fucking bus stop like a year ago before the pandemic and I think we were going to Warhammer World and he was like hey do you want to see this thing that's actually really weird and we were like uh okay <laughs> and he started like windmilling his arms really fucking violently to the point where like there was someone approaching and she was like oh uh, she you can see her slow down her walk she didn't want to get too close to it and then he was like look now i can touch my toes or whatever we we're like very good
2: see, this story story starts like it's sounding like one of those totally true stories
1: but this one is actually true <laughs> it is it is 100 legitimate and we were like oh okay I think you were just really excited and wanted to show us that you could swing your <laughs> arms around. And we were like, oh, okay. You know what? Fine. Fair. Kids are allowed
3: to do that. <laughs>
1: and as an adult. I you... thought you were like Drummer Matt's child. Kids are allowed to do that, you know, including 30 year old kids. <laughs> but yes, uh... we hope. That weird hallucinogenic <laughs> like nightmare that we just spewed out um, helped in any way. It, pro- ho-
2: it yes. probably wasn't helpful, but
3: we hope yeah. it was entertaining. And
1: also, good on you for running. Keep it up. You're doing terrific.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Next up, this is actually related. Well, partially related. So David wrote in with a question for each of us. Hello, Wib's David. question is related to the last one. Oh. So, Wib, what are your favorite crust punk bands?
1: Leftover uh... Crack.
3: Uh... Yeah, in all honesty I'm not into that much um kind of cross punk stuff. I, I hate tend the to name like... of the
1: genre cuz it's like it describes the people playing it too well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm I'm <laughs> It's like they
1: move when they move it sounds like people walking on fucking like <laughs> like polystyrene. Yeah, in in
3: all honesty, the the stuff that I, I'm mostly into is the is like the entry level cross punk stuff, which is like leftover crack and the stuff like the, the things that's connected to that, like choking victim and star fucking hipsters. I will say Star um,
1: Fucking Hipsters has one of the best band names I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good.
3: I mean, I don't, I don't know if like uh, No Cash count under that because they're very heavily influenced by like D- Leftover Days and crack. Days are crusty. Days, days and days, days
1: are incredibly crusty. Well, how
3: did I forget about Days and Days? No, yeah. Days and Days
2: are fucking great. I love them. Um, Although I would days... not recommend listening to them in the car because like, because it's all like quite tinny guitars and things. You just can't really hear any of it and it just sounds, it's just, it sounds terrible. How, I actually but
1: get that. For, for people who want to like YouTube search: How do you spell days and days? Uh, It's
3: it's days as in days of the week, then an and n, and then days as in being dazed.
1: So D A Y S N D A Z E. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like how they're like, "Hey, how do we fucking ruin people?" (laughs) Google it means their
3: acronym is D and D. That's fucking legit. Which, from what I understand, and also
1: isn't like one of the singers is just like my brother's like best friend. (laughs) But <laughs> like he just looks exactly. He like looks my exactly like him. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're like a. Uh, they're like what if a. What if a, it's like either what if a folk band played cross punk or what if a cross punk band played folk.
1: I'm not sure yeah, which
2: way I around. Which, I don't know. Yeah, I can't work out which way around, But but, yeah. Basi- but basically, it's,
3: yeah, it's like cross punk with a washboard.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we're throwing a banjo and I'm there. Yeah, they
3: occasionally do have banjo in there.
1: Oh, I don't like cross punk though. Uh, so yeah. take out the cross punk, I'm there yes. they, also have a, they have a trumpet
3: as well um, Oh take so. out the trumpet,
1: I'm there <laughs> Fucking hate Scar <laughs>
3: <laughs> But yeah no uh, I, uh, Honestly I am not that mm. super well listened In cross punk as uh, the full okay. um, But th- well, those
2: are what I have listened to In which case part B of the question Which is what is your opinion on the fall of Ephra? Ephra? I don't know how you pronounce that I don't it's know if you know who they are I don't see no, no. um I mean, I o- it's I like also should be because, noted... as as mentioned by David, is, he, he mentioned that specifically because Watership Downs come up a few times, and Eifrefar is like the, one of the places in Watership Down. Uh, uh, it should be all noted all that it is is it in Wales. I imagine it's, very it's a crystal band, but if, yeah. but none of us seem to know them. So, well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? No,
3: uh, but I, it should be noted that because I am over thirty. And you don't Um, care. And I don't care. Uh, (laughs) I I have basically uh, got to this point where I I keep just forgetting to look up new music. So, like, I I, realise, I'll sit there and I'll go, wait, I I haven't listened to anything that wasn't made ten years ago in, like, a year. If
1: it helps, I literally, I remember tuning into, like... um... Kerrang? It wasn't Kerrang, it was the other one. It wasn't Scuzz. MTV2? No. It was, let's just, it wasn't Kerrang. But, it wasn't
3: P-Rock, God rest its soul. Oh,
1: R-P-Rock. <laughs> ah. But yeah, no, it was, It was. let's just say, for sake of argument, it was Skulls, and it was just playing shit that we were listening to as fucking teenagers. I think
3: the last time I looked at, like, I think last time I looked at Kerrang, it was playing No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just, it's just old, it's like, okay, so is this like the dad music channels now? Now it is, yeah,
3: I guess. Yeah,
1: it's um, weird.
3: But, uh, but, yeah, so like I, I it's one of the things that I do try and do. It's why I've been listening to so much like uh of Jeff Rosenstock stuff because it's all relatively recent, like the the stuff under his own name, um like he had an album that came out earlier this year called uh, no Dream that is really good. I can mm-hmm. recommend that it's okay. all on YouTube as well, okay,
1: um, okay, so apparently this this is sponsored by Jeff Rosenstock, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. But actually, the, Jeff... the, the,
3: the video for it is actually really cool because it's like the whole album. Just, they just released is that the, the whole one where album. You
1: showed it to me. and You were like, "Okay, this is so batshit insane." It no, looks like no, you edited it. No, it's
3: not that. No, because uh, he literally
1: live... said that to me, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I'll have a look." at that. <laughs>
3: No, no, there was a live performance that he edited, and the bassist had, wasn't wasn't able to be there because the world is on fire. Um, so he was playing remotely and he was superimposed into it on a green screen and they had a lot of fun with that.
1: Yeah, it's like making <laughs> him small and popping on like the guitarist's shoulder yeah. or like making it so there was like four of him. Yeah.
3: Uh, no, no, the, uh, album, the album video is someone painting the album art for the full run of the
1: Oh, that's so cool. That's huh. really awesome.
3: Which is, a, I just thought that was really neat. It's
1: like, like kind of sped up art is Mm. so chill it's not sped Mm. up it's real time that's fucking nuts it's not
3: the actual artwork it's a recreation of it and it's you know it's not perfect but it's just just, yeah
1: yeah. just like like that kind of yeah
3: the fact they're able to do it at the right amount of time is very impressive
1: impressive, Hmm. um but yeah so yeah so check out that that band that they've yeah i'll I'll check i'll
2: check them out i'll check them out Mm -hmm. uh snipe your question well first off a um Statement? It's not a question. Anyway. Okay. They'd love to see some more pics of your NIDs because they love the colour scheme.
1: Well, if you subscribe to my OnlyFans. No oh, NIDs. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much. I'm glad you like like my, my little gribblies. I do need to like get back onto painting them. I've just kind of I kind of I have like a with cyclical kind of creative like loop where like, my 12pm is painting Warhammer, and then I move to 3pm, and it's drawing, and it kind of just keeps... I just go round. I go through phases in a cycle.
3: I think what you're trying to say there is that you will you will paint a shitload of Warhammer in, like, a week, and then not do any in a, in a year.
1: Yeah. Hmm. yeah really um but yeah i i do mean to kind of take photos of them because yeah like it is fun like everyone's been really nice hmm. and said that they they haven't seen a paint scheme like that and i'm like yeah because like i was looking at all the other ones i was like Ooh, what high fleet should i paint this and i was like these are all really like these are cool but i'm not feeling any and then i was like hmm hot pink
2: <laughs> yes.
1: that fucking works so yeah
2: it is the hottest of pinks
1: the hottest of pink. but yes thank you I, I, I will get back on that and I do appreciate you uh, being nice and, <laughs> and expressing interest
2: and your question mm. is recommendation for a fun horror movie because they're not so much into those boobs but okay. they like the sort of fun side of things so yeah a fun Evil Dead movie.
1: 2 Evil Dead 2 is a good one um, Army of Darkness I think is a bit too uh, Three Stooges. Not really a horror film. Not, not really a horror yeah. film. Um,
3: Cabin in the Woods.
1: Cabin in the Woods is a good one. Mm. Uh, trying to think. Oh, um, <laughs> Freddy vs Jason isn't as funny as you'd think. No. Um, and Jason X is only good for that one part at the end on the Hollow Deck. Yes, there's a fucking hollow deck in a Jason movie.
3: What about like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three?
1: Nightmare on Elm Street three is fun. Um, It has some a couple of like a couple of trigger warnings there. I'd say, or maybe one. Yeah, there is. There is. I guess it is a bit old. Yeah, it's 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 old. Um. Ooh, let me think. Uh. Mm, I'm trying to think. Like, Ouija shark. Ouija shark. That's a that's a, that's a good one. Definitely <laughs> that, recommend Ouija shark. But that's not yeah. horror. That's just it's just silly. And it's thank
3: funny. you to the director who apparently uh, uh, heard our podcast on it. Yeah, it was a good sport about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're very nice about it. Um, mm, funny horror movies oh you see you've asked me and now I'm like fuck I'm on the spot what the hell I've watched so uh, there's many. some
3: uh, there's, there is some like very there's some iffy things in it but Reanimator is I very was gonna, funny I was
1: gonna rec- yeah that has a lot of funny elements um, but there are a couple of quite iffy things yeah it, it
3: depends on like what kind of thing, thing you're after because yeah there's a few things that like yeah, uh, things to do with like yeah. sexual assault and things that
1: yeah, aren't yeah.
3: fun oh, yeah. that's not so fun <sighs> But you know, in no. that way, that horror films of a certain era and just movies of a certain era just are have just to like just that. cram that in, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: like how about...
2: Ghostbusters has a remarkable amount of <laughs> it. Have have a th- if you think of any more, put them
0: on your Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: I will. I will. That's there a good go. question. Good. I'm just so I'm mm. so sorry. Mm. I was so vastly underprepared <laughs> for it. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, so I'm, oh. sure, I'm
2: sure you um, forgive them.
1: Death becomes her. It's an old movie that it's not very horror. There are horror elements. Yeah. yeah. But it is very fun and very enjoyable. I really like Death Becomes. A- Apparently it's very popular with the gays. And I can see why. Because <laughs> it's fucking fabulous. But yeah, that that's kind of a campy, horror themed uh mm. like movie. I do like that. I wouldn't say Beetlejuice because I can't watch that movie anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna, not gonna say why. <laughs> yeah, but... I, un- I um, understand. that yeah.
2: <laughs> mm. no,
3: that's fine. That's fine.
1: That's
2: okay. Enough. Okay. Okay. dokey uh, My quest... <laughs>
1: That's really stupid, but not. I don't think it means to be. Mm. So, but mm. yeah, anyway, carry on.
2: Okay, my question was a recommendation for a wholesome to play- game to play because they've been playing some things that are not so wholesome recently so there's one I be get refresher. I would go Slime Rancher if you haven't done it that's a very wholesome Slime
1: Rancher is super chill just, yeah. look, everything is lovely. super cute I would also recommend Stardew Valley which is incredibly yeah. it's it's so much more in depth than you'd ever think oh yeah it's ridiculous like, and look all the characters are beautifully written they're all incredibly good and very very fleshed out very interesting very, very three dimensional characters and it's just nice. And you can have a cat or a dog. And you can name yeah. your chickens Monster Mash. You can. <laughs> it's great. No one
3: will stop you. No, they... Shit, I meant to mention, I played fucking uh, No Man's Sky on stream and found out <laughs> oh, that shit. they do allow you to name your planet Dongweed420. Yeah. And you can't change it once you've named it that.
2: <laughs> Good.
3: Good. So there is a planet in the world. Because it was showing me all these planet planets. in the world? A planet yeah. in the world. The, the, the in-game. This is universe. the biggest galaxy in the world. <laughs> the the it's like the in-game universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and yeah. and yeah, I like I was seeing all these planets that were named because it like has an auto-generated one, and I was like, I don't believe these are real. Like human ones because they're not named Dongweed four twenty. And so people just decided that was the name of the planet I was on. So you're so, like, lol well,
1: I'll name it that. Okay, name so it. So it I'll name ser- it
3: that. And then it was like okay, I'll name it something serious now. And then it's like no no, once you've named it that's its name and I'm like well, Oh no. that's that's my planet then. Oh no. <laughs> that's my planet.
1: Wimp comic name, reaction image.
2: Oh no. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. Moving on. Ah so next up Melange. Melange, melangi Melangee, melange. melange. s- yes, melange. spice lange. melange. That's fine. Melange. Okay, a Christmas recommendation. Oh, Die Hard, because it's going into oh, time one. of year okay. somehow, nearly. Although mm. let's not get into that because <sighs> it might not happen. Um, a animated show called, or film, I think, called Carl Bertil Johnson's Juliften. Jul- I'm pronouncing all of those things wrong. Y- you may it's, have um, to write that down it is, for us. Mate. It is. It is Swedish. <laughs> okay so pronounce it with a swedish words oh fa- oh that's going to make it really easy to find thank I'll you just send <laughs> it yeah. to
1: alpha booster and he'll be like what
2: <laughs> so it is a traditionally animated um film and it's aired every christmas eve it's very leftist in capital letters okay Ooh. so i was like okay i'm listening let's look this up so the vague plot of it is well, the gist of it is that there's a kid who's working in a and i this is what i remember from reading the top summary on wikipedia so i might be not entirely right but the gist of it <laughs> is that there's a kid who works the postal service and he notices all these presents are going to rich people and he's a fan of robin hood so instead of giving the, delivering the presents to rich people he gives them to poor people instead
1: fuck yeah i'm loving it which That's sounds great, great. Yeah. yeah so that Living sounds like a very
2: wholesome christmas film um there is a i think i read there's a dub version but i assume you can get it in original language and subbed
1: oh Probably. i know how to speak swedish very yeah. very very yeah, badly it's, it's shown every
2: <laughs> every christmas eve in sweden and norway about oh, me
1: interesting
2: but
3: i'd never heard of it because, it, it is fascinating to see those things like because you know there's there's things that are like so
1: integral to a particular yeah, culture it, like like there's mm.
3: things that are like so something something that's on tv around christmas that we always remember Wasn't as... you always
1: like you guys always have like it's a wonderful life here or something or is that an American thing?
3: That's an that's an American thing. Although yeah. my dad does fucking love it's a wonderful life. Your
1: dad likes anything wholesome. Yeah. Or shit like the Emoji Movie.
3: Oh. My dad did. My dad did unironically say that Battleship was a good movie, and I I, I'm, I don't think that I did. That was but a I, hard.
1: That was a hard thing to walk. That was away from. that was a
3: hard conversation to not make into a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I get. You know, I'm kicking him under the table. I'm like, wow, look at the time. We need to leave. And he's like, father. You have betrayed me. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Wib
2: uh, It could be worse. It could be like when my mum talks politics. Oh, Jesus. I was going to uh, say, it's like, which is worse in this situation? Oh,
1: do you even need to fucking ask? It's definitely yeah. the battle battleship. That I'm going <laughs> Holy shit, no. I can't even okay. fucking finish
2: that joke. Okay, last two very quickly because I've just noticed how long we've been going for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry, quick question. Will the mailbag ever return?
1: Yes. Yes. Post-pandemic. Yeah, probably post-pandemic. Because what, right uh, yeah. now it's like we, in good conscience, can't basically force the mail service to, like, we don't want to give them more work during a, a pandemic. It just yeah. seems really not cool. As much as we'd mm. love to, you know, get, like, letters and stuff from everybody, it's it doesn't feel ethical to do it right now.
3: Plus yeah. everyone's, like, having to deal with their own thing and we don't yeah. want them wasting their you know, money on shit for the, us yeah, when exactly. they should be looking after themselves at this time,
1: like, mm. you know. In these unprecedented times, mm-hmm. as, as much as a prepared statement as that sounds like, no, that's, yeah, that's basically, yeah. but it, it, will, it will return in Moonraker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Excellent. Okay, last up, Miko, Hello. What is the best, worst movie? Hmm.
0: Mm.
1: Oh God, that is a. That is I, I a can't question. think of
2: anything other than Ouija Shark at, at the moment. <laughs> I, the thing is, it's not the worst I think, movie. I think they might explicitly have said, "Don't include that one." But I can't. They mentioned something about Ouija yeah. Shark, but I didn't write that. Down I mean, until, like the, you
3: know, you one of the. I wouldn't
1: say Ouija Shark is the worst movie I've ever seen. Because
3: uh, I feel that the point about a good bad movie is um, always that it needs to be done with some degree of sincerity.
1: Yeah, you need that that earnest kind of. Silliness, where yeah. like, like Birdemic is, is a classic.
3: Yeah, I would say uh, one of them, I think probably my favourite because I'm the kaiju guy, mm. is um, Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster because it's a movie that tries to simultaneously be more adult and appeal to children. Is that the one where the monster
1: be... at the end shits itself constantly? Or is that Polgasari or Yongari? You're thinking of Yongari. I think Where the
3: monster dies and when it, just, it dies, it just shits, itself. shits itself all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shit's blood more specifically oh great um, yeah,
2: good that makes it better oh that's really
3: um,
0: <laughs> thanks
1: Yongari, I know I brought uh, it up that's yeah
3: Yongari up. is the South Korean uh, kaiju movie um, that
1: may or may not have been made under duress no no under that's, kidnapping no no no, 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 no. That's, oh, that's South
3: my... Korean oh, the yes. North Korean one is Paul That the guy who well, the people who made it a lot of them may have been kidnapped <laughs> that's fine Uh, And it's the most unself aware propaganda film ever made. Mm. Um, But yeah, no, I I think Godzilla vs. the Smug Monster is probably one of my favourite bad movies because it is just fucking nonsense from start to finish. And it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot of fun done with gusto. So, you know, I I, I really enjoy that. That would be my vote.
1: Hmm. It's probably
3: not... It's not the best one because I I don't like stuff like... um, you snakes on a plane, you sharknado, that they're, stuff. Because they're it's... like
1: deliberately trying to be silly and it's yeah. like, nah, it, just, it just doesn't mm. appeal they're, to me. They're
3: deliberately trying to manufacture a, 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 a so bad it's good movie as opposed to just being so a, a so movie. bad it's movie. The thing is it's so bad
1: because it basically just the whole movie is sitting there going, I think you're a fucking stupid moron, give me your money.
3: There is a cynicism yeah, to those yeah, and movies I don't that like. That I don't it like
1: yeah. yeah. Oh god, I mean, you know all the shitty movies I like. What's the worst one that I like the most? Okay, be very fucking careful. <laughs> I mean, the shadows up there. I mean, the shadow is 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 not a great movie, and I do adore it. So, mm. Mm. Uh, uh, I'd say the Street Fighter movie. Okay, yeah, Street Fighter movie is the fuck is an amazing fucking movie. Okay, but I also think, it's... and that's with Jean-Claude Van Damme, who's like, I love America. <laughs> but it's also because supp- he's Danish. Because he's Danish and that he speaks French. Okay, and yeah, that, was, that was that That's was like my that. French accent. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's not Danish. Oh, I'm sure he's Danish. It starts with a D. Oh, he's Delger? He's from yeah. Delger. Isn't he like Belgian, Belgian or something? He's Belgian. the
2: muscles from Brussels. Uh, which is in belgium uh, okay <laughs> so not denmark <laughs>
1: okay i was educated about europe's geography in the uk which is why i don't know where the fuck anything is <laughs> yeah our our, uh,
3: our schools yeah, but... teach ge- teach geography fucking appalling no right? they just
1: it's... don't teach you yes. fucking geography they're like this is a rock it's indigenous or oh, fucking i don't know you see i don't even know rocks we're trying to say igneous,
2: igneous. not
1: indigenous rocks.
2: Indigenous rocks. See,
1: you do get like invasive The British do not. Species. The British do not
2: have a good record with
1: indigenous things. Let's just No, that. no, exactly. Um, but, but yeah, no, definitely. Street Fighter the, the movie. The, the problem is so street, fucking perfect. The Street Fighter movie is supposed to
3: be an action comedy, and it just is an action comedy. The, but the thing is, when it's funny, it's, it's not funny because they were trying to make something good and failed. It's because they were telling a joke, and the joke was funny.
1: So I actually think that doesn't count. You think it doesn't count? No, because I think also Ral Julia literally gnawing the scenery yeah. is the most perfect fucking thing. Because I think it's supposed, yeah, to, yeah, it's
3: supposed to be over the top yeah, and silly, and it okay. just is. Okay. So I think um, that is a movie that one hundred percent succeeds at trying to be what it is. Hmm, okay. Unless, so, of hey, course, the... you want to tell me like that the director earnestly wanted to make a, uh, a drama, in which case I recount my opinion.
1: No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was deliberate. They were like, we're making a video game movie. We can't take this seriously. Yeah. And that's why yeah. it's so fucking perfect. Oh, God. Yeah, no. The Shadow is probably the only one I can really think of. Because mm-hmm. that is not a good movie. But I don't fucking care. <laughs> and I love it. Fair it's enough. It's beautiful. How do you? Uh,
3: what, what's what's your your pick, Matt? Oh, I've been trying he's to gonna, think what you've He's been gonna be like, mm,
1: Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite mean,
2: enjoyed the? What was the one with the tickle monster? That was good. Oh, oh it hell. was just
1: called the tickle monster, and it was a clo- It was a secret fetish movie that you, me, <laughs> like, Wib and Ash and Sarah got drunk and watched one night, and it was just like, it was some random guy who'd gotten like someone who he was like sexually involved with to stand around and get tickled until they spat out fake blood and then it zoomed in on the feet for like 10 minutes yeah that
2: one was a pretty good i think probably more from the context of you know when you're watching these things with friends they're they're just always better because you can laugh along together Mm. Mm -hmm. but yeah that's a quite good one (laughs) by which i mean it's terrible
1: yeah wibble it
2: I already said mine: Godzilla versus the Smog Monster.
1: I know, but I I'm yep. tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Okay,
0: it's um,
2: okay. Okay, and well, we are finishing now, so just to finish off, Mikko, I had a quick re- recommendation. Okay. Um, Gendi Tartakovsky's Primal. It is a series about caveman making friends with a dinosaur. X. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's uh, the guy that did like Samurai Jack and the original Clone
2: Wars show and Dexter's
1: Laboratory. I think. I want to be friends with a dinosaur. Huh. Yeah,
2: I didn't look into it more than that because I was like, well. Making friends with a dinosaur sounds great. I don't need to know anymore.
1: You know what's really fun? I literally there's there's a subreddit that isn't shit that's called Crowbro, and it's literally just and this is this is one of the things that actually gives me hope for humanity because it's just like people taking photos of crows going, "Isn't this pretty? I fed them some chips, and hopefully they'll be my friend." And it's just people looking at crows going, "I want to be that bird's friend." And then yeah. like, like, and then it's like, there'll be the occasional person who's befriended a crow when everyone's like, tell us how, tell, tell us, us your us, secrets, tell us your friend secrets. <laughs> and like Amazing. everyone, and it's it's like, yeah, I, I love that part of human nature where we see an animal and go friend, regardless mm-hmm. of how murderous it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, a bear friend.
3: Like Especially I, how
1: bears have learned to wave at people <laughs> and then catch food in their mouths. I saw someone there was a gif of someone like a bear waving like fucking feed me like basically like <laughs> Hi Hi I know you have food in your fucking car. I love the and fact that you are
3: there. you are physically waving despite the fact no one can see
1: you. I'm physically <laughs> waving. So he's like, "Hi, hi!" And then, then this person like frisbees like a slice of bread, and the bear just puts his hand down and goes, "Om." Oh. It just le- it doesn't even really move to put it in its mouth. It's like, om. Oh. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "I want to pet the fluffle. I, mean, I want look at to be way. friends with a bear. If you can, I mean, like, a, like not like Longfang, yeah. but like an actual grizzly bear." I, I main
3: I, I maintain this thing. I put I actually put it on Twitter the other day um, that I. People talk about, like, people being bastards, like, being selfish is, like, part of human nature. And I disagree with that because I think that...
1: Well, I mean, the reason um, we've lasted this long is because we're so social. Yeah.
3: Um, mm. But I think that what there are a few bits of, like, actual hard-coded human nature. Most of it is just, you know, Can learned behaviour. Can I hate it?
1: Can I fuck it? Can I pet it?
3: Yeah, like, but a bit, <laughs> one of the few things of, like, real honest-to-God human nature, I think, is when seeing an animal, no matter how dangerous, is going, hmm... Can I be friends with that? Because you sit there and you go, look, if, if someone told you that you could make friends with a shark and pet it, you'd fucking do it. It's like
1: that lady, oh, okay. that, that lady diver who made made friends with an eel. Yeah. And like, she literally was like, I like this eel and I want to be friends with it. So she visited it every fucking day for like a year and a half. And then one, <laughs> and then then like towards the end of like that second, like that that half a year, the eel just came out and was like, hi, we're friends now. And it's like, oh, I want to be friends with an eel. That's so <laughs> cool. I want to be friends with an eel. And this is the thing. It's like, it it's so good. I want to be friends with all the animals. It
3: would be nice. And also, the, nice. like
1: literally 99% of the people who I've ever heard of is like, well, human nature is just being a shit is basically saying that socialism won't work because everyone's inherently horrible. And it's like, well, a, that's not true. And b fuck off.
2: Are you just saying that as an excuse to be a dick?
0: Yeah. yeah. Generally. Yeah, speaking. And like all that
1: was is like, b yeah. okay. So, but we, we've, we've taken all these other great steps to overcome our shortcomings as a species. Why can't we stop being dicks?
3: Even if being a bastard is something integral to human nature we're better than that so we can just not
1: yeah we, we yeah, have like,
2: like just shitting wherever you need a shit is probably integral to human nature but we've learned to get over that and go to the toilet most of the time yeah like, most <laughs> of the time
1: I like it how John Manchester <laughs> hastily had most of the time seeing as he's probably just shat in the corner well we
2: are
3: talking you know. about people that are like it's human nature to be selfish so you can't you can't guarantee they aren't going to shit it's over human themselves. nature
1: Especially. to be selfish screams Karen as she takes a shit on the <laughs> fucking self service <laughs> counter you see that someone IKEA?
2: called Elon Musk space Karen and it's the best Yes, thing ever.
1: <laughs> because he's a fucking space Karen, and I space love it. Karen, he just does oh, that. Great,
2: Matt. Like, have you seen
3: that fucking video oh, where someone has like Karen m- metal has made me- has like written a metal song to go alongside like a some a Karen rant a Karen rant. Oh, we have to send it to you. At some it's the funny. best. It's the best. Perfect. Uh, um, right. We should have the podcast.
2: Gonna... Yeah, I'm going to wrap up by just reminding everyone that Mikhail was the person who sent the cobots. Yes, thank right, you. Right, back from the start. Just to link it back to the start.
1: Yeah, perfect <laughs> yes. loop. Seamless. Yep, Seem- seamless. Wonderful. Perfect job
2: good. Absolutely fantastic. And that is, yeah. that is the end of the questions. Yes. Okay.
1: Thank you very much for the questions. And please send your questions for the next podcast to thedrummermat at gmail.com. And also tell me, like, which character in Trapdoor you would have sex with.
3: And also, which animal that is phenomenally dangerous would you, you would make friends with? Yeah, would you, you like to, to be buddies with a Portuguese man of war? Or maybe share a drink with a black widow? Let us know.
1: I wouldn't recommend it because that amount of alcohol would probably kill a black They'd widow. They'd have a small drink. A tiny little. <gasps> a little, drink. Little, little straw? Yeah, a tiny little. Okay, that's. Yeah. Um, I want to be. Because they have to drink
3: the through them. a straw because, you know. They suck. The Spiders do suck.
1: Think they, they get the suck they like Capri Suns, but only very when I, when I was
3: When I was reading the Wikipedia entries about spiders, I did end up, because that's closely related to, like, crabs and stuff. Yeah. Well, I was looking at crabs, and I ended up learning about spiders as well. Spiders and, are very yeah. cool. And they're they're, they're, they're like spider crabs, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, their innards are, like, too small to actually take in solid things, which is why they have to, like... Liquify liquefy things. things. to eat them. They're, bas- yeah.
1: they're, they're basically on, like, protein shakes. Mm. Huh. they're like galaxy braining living in the muscle bro future.
3: Yeah, I did literally spend like 2 hours just looking up various <laughs> various things about like spiders and crabs and um, You know, I...
1: I'm not even remotely surprised like, yeah, that's something you'd do. You just spend an entire weekend looking up spider facts.
3: And it was very interesting. Nice and I recommend sport. everyone else do it, especially look up horseshoe crabs cuz horseshoe, horseshoe crabs, crabs creep fucking rock. It's
1: spooky. <laughs> I will give, like, everyone look up the maned wolf, because they are, they look like a scary drawing of a dog, (laughs) and I love that. They're great. Also, hyenas are babies, and I would love to be friends with them.
3: I feel like we should probably not just be listing animals that people should look up, and we should end the podcast.
1: I'm going to go look at pictures of hyenas, so that's cool. If anyone can recommend me a good, like, hourly hyena bot... (laughs) <laughs> i need that for twitter because i literally can't find one i mean i've looked like you haven't once. looked
3: but you can't find one. I've,
1: I've looked i have yeah. looked for like five minutes and then i was like oh fuck this so yeah okay i guess um, yeah but yeah thank you very much for listening and don't forget to send us the animals you'd like to be friends with <laughs> 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 and also a question so you know we'll like read it out on air and stuff but yeah bye bye everybody <laughs> goodbye bye